My name's Paul, and I'm an entomologist. I used to think I knew a thing or two about flies. I've been a fly in the ointment. I've been known to fly low, fly solo, fly undone, fly off the handle, even give a flying... Well, you get the idea. But I never knew what a pleasure it was to be a fly on the wall until I discovered the dulcet tones and life-affirming wisdom of Luke and Warren and their Fly on the Wall podcast. G'day, my name's um, Ronald Reagan. I'm joined by Ronald Biggs. Ronald Biggs? Yeah, you know who that is? Yeah, he's the great train uh, oh, well robber, done. isn't he? Oh, yeah. well done. I yeah. don't know why I'm surprised, actually, because I know you're a Wikipedia fan. Well, see, if you'd said Ronnie Biggs, I would have been all over Ronnie Biggs, So yeah, there was an yeah. element of doubt. His real name was Ronald, though. Ah, oh, you know. <laughs> the reason I thought of him is because I have a client called... What was your name again? Surname called... I was just uh, Ronald Reagan. Oh, right. Yeah, nothing too exciting. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Well, seeing as we're here, I'm Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you, okay, here's a pop quiz for you. Um, uh, there was a movie made. Yes. About Ronnie Biggs. Do you yep. know who played the lead role as, as Ronnie? There's been a few, haven't there? But, uh, oh wasn't Sean Connery. <laughs> no, fuck, and I've gone blank. The guy that blank. did, uh, with the drum solo. Oh, Phil Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins. Hey. That's it, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he played uh, Ronnie I Biggs. I can feel it coming yeah. in the air. You know that's that song. unfortunate wording, though. For many, it? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever come in the air? <laughs> Like, I'm sure I probably like a, like a Spider-Man, <laughs> but didn't he actually hit any targets? Oh yeah! Just, just Check like a, out my web shooter. <laughs> just like a, <laughs> just like a fountain. Oh, uh, just lay, lay down in the botanical gardens and come visions. in the air. Oh. Fucking hell! Yeah, no, of course you are joined by me, Luke, and uh, Big Rambo Five Watts. <laughs> oh man, I've still got the uh, uh, the unfortunate <laughs> of coming in the <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, for me there's always well, yeah. For me there's oh. always generally been a target. I feel. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you would generally say that, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Unless you're just sort of <laughs> just throwing <laughs> caution to the wind, almost literally. Yeah, just throwing yeah. it up in the air yeah. and then running, yeah. running away in a crowd to see who oh, it is. Land oh, where it may. Shit, eh? Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Now Phil Collins. Yeah, <laughs> Phil Collins. Uh, pretty good drummer. Yes. And another great drummer. Yep. He's Ginger Baker um, of the band Cream. You know who Cream were? Uh, yes. Eric Clapton. Eric, yes, I was yep. going to say yep. he was in there, um, that for a while. Did the White Room. In the White Room. Um, I'm not a huge... I, I Don't ask me anything about him because I know nothing other than Eric Clapton was Well, I'll give you one little factoid. Okay. Ginger Baker died today. Uh, 80 years old. Oh, you did well then. Yeah, he did as a fair few stars go. That's yeah, great. He um, is is uh, most notable for for the band Cream, but was in a whole bunch of other bands as well. Um, but his style of playing was quite uh, pioneering for its day. He basically fused like uh, jazz drumming with African beats as well. That is cool. So for you know a nineteen sixties rock band, yep. that was kind of cool back in the day. Yeah, so that would have really. So when you. 
I don't know. When was the last time you listened to some Cream? Did you listen to some today? Just to uh, no, I didn't. I only found out about his passing um, when I got home this afternoon. Oh, so okay. I haven't. But I definitely plan on uh, listening to. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now that you said that. That was on Guitar Hero 3, that's why I know. I'm very familiar with Guitar Hero 3. Yeah. So that's about all. Yeah, so that was a bit sad, but yeah, it was a great drummer. I'll be very sad when Charlie Watts, the drummer from Rolling Stones, leaves us. Yes. Because he's always been an inspiration. Yeah, uh, and Igor Cavalera from Sepultura as well. If when he wow. dies, if and when he dies, if uh, he be, dies, because he was definitely an inspiration. Yeah. And I always forget. <laughs> no, the I bastards. remember you always spoke of him in glowing terms. You loved his. Yeah, style. the the tribal thing was really cool. But yeah. also, and I always this is really bad because I always forget his name. But the uh, drummer from a band called Helmet, his oh, style right. was a massive influence on me. Oh. So um, that one I probably I play the less drums of. in case you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made the point last week. The, what would you do without the drummers and guitarists That's in it. bands? Yeah. Well, you often they say the bass player and the, uh, the drummer strongly. is the guts of the band. Yes, but you know, I think the others just you know they fill in the gaps for us. I'm only saying that because I know that they're listening. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> "Hi, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. You fucking asshole." No, I tell you what, bloody Glenn on the bass. Uh, oh, yeah. And me He's and him, him, we are fucking holding this band together. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> and then true. you come crunching in with some guitar. <laughs> and then Keith plays some Matchbox 20 and we're, <laughs> we're a tight unit. Oh, you got to admit his little finger-picking thing that he had going was pretty good. Mm. It was all right, wasn't yeah, it? I like it? Yeah, I did like his uh, yeah, little input. He's a skilled fellow, though, Keith. Oh, Keith is... He, yeah. uh, he came and did a little bit of uh, electrical work for me because yeah. he's got that... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And i tell you what, he's... He's very, he's quick, he's efficient, he's uh, he's neat. Yeah. He just knows what he's doing. Look, no I, nonsense, I, I reckon fella. he could start a podcast called Master of Many. Yeah, yeah I think because, so. Cause or Master of All. He, or the Jack of All. <laughs> yeah, Jack of All. <laughs> Jack and off and all. Um, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah. Oh, this no, doesn't look too great. He's very clever. Oh, we've just pulled up to a, a bit of a prang. Yeah. doesn't look like it might be any serious injuries. No, no, it looks like maybe this one here. More Bumped of a, the, yeah. this one. More of it because there's only a copper there, but it's interesting copper van right, he's got. Hey guys, how you going? Yeah, you right? no, they're okay. They're okay. Seems yeah, we're going. Don't fucking wave us on. <laughs> You're a moody bastard, aren't you? Ah, you know. Well, you know what? You know what fucking started me off on my my uh, what, mate? My trajectory of anger. Yeah, what? The other day, Sunday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Went to McDonald's again. It sounds like we're always there, oh, but we're not. Yeah. But we're <laughs> there yesterday. We, we take up most of this cab <laughs> yeah, because of our business. I fancied myself a frozen beverage. Just stop before you say anything else there. Okay, yeah. I fancied myself. <laughs> we'll yeah. take that and well, that's edit that in. That's a given. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. A frozen beverage, A yes. frozen beverage. So okay. I thought, well, at, at, at the moment... McDonald's are advertising 36 different flavours of frozen beverage. Oh. I thought, you beauty. But then I thought, well, you know what? I'm not a fancy pants kind of man. I'll keep it simple and I'll go lemon. Okay. They didn't have any no, fucking no, no, lemon. No. They go, oh, we haven't got lemon. They go, what? Why not? Did you, uh, did you make the point that they've got 36 flavours? No, no. I, I said it angrily to my wife after. But no, I refrained and restrained myself. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> then she's like, oh, I don't know. We've got lime, pineapple. And I'm like, well, I'll have lime then. But, and it was actually quite nice. So yes, it did. It did uh, cool my mood with the icy limeness in That's my mouth. That's good, mate. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I'm glad. 
Alright, let's get episode 25 <laughs> on the fucking roll. I thought it already was. Well, man. no, I think right seven minutes in and we've just talking of, spoken about coming into the air and a bit of frozen <laughs> drink. <laughs> yeah, those two things, yeah. Right. Definitely not to be related. Go. Ever. Me? Yeah. <laughs> what have you no. got? Oh, no, I just wanted to say I, I really enjoyed uh, our last week's uh, episode. Oh, like so you're the, the one. You're the one listening to it. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I'm the one guy. No, it's actually taken off. It has a Have you seen the analytics for it? Yeah, I have. 40 40 listens. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Look, I mean, I've been probably a couple of them because I I just, I have, I did enjoy it. It was almost like um, a jam of of old times, but with, you know, the regular kind of episode sort of slotted in there as well. Yeah. I just enjoyed it. It had a nice vibe. So I hope everyone who has had a listen enjoyed it for whatever reason if it you know gave you something a little bit different to go with you realise that Luke can sing like an angel <laughs> even though he's in the body of a rock star not an angel <laughs> <laughs> well I, you know I know this might sound a little bit arrogant but I think I'm the greatest man in the world oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. you know that's from just a little bit no IT crowd remember really? when Denim or Renham I always forget his name uh, the depends. boss man because not, not Douglas his dad oh, okay, his yeah. dad yeah, his yeah. name is Renum. Mem- Denim, Renum. Renum. Yeah, <laughs> remember the episode when he's like talking about he's congratulating everyone and congratulating himself, and he says, "I think it's fair to say, and I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I am the greatest man in the world." And then the secretary comes in, pokes her head in, and says, "Oh, there's some police here to talk yeah. about the tax." Uh, and he goes, "Excuse me, gentlemen," and he just throws Lips. himself out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> throws himself it's... out the window. Oh, oh, I love it, love it, innit? Oh, uh, hang on, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. About last, you being last, so good, apparently. <laughs> no, last week's episode was good. No, what I was going to say is I was pleasantly surprised and pleased um, that, yeah, it just, considering we hadn't done that those songs for about five years, uh, just under five years, we yeah. just sort of just all naturally came back to us, which I thought was pretty cool. It was just nice to be out of jam again, so. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, I was just thinking maybe it would be good to revisit not those same songs, but maybe that <laughs> every week. That... <laughs> you like no, them but... so much, guys? Here we are again, we're doing it again for you. But something similar in terms of just, just playing. Just as hate. That's a great song. It is a great song, um, yeah. No, no, I just revisiting the same uh, layout of a, an episode, the sort okay, of easy yeah. listen episode where we're, we're chatting but we might play a few songs and, yeah. you know, it's just a slightly different vibe yeah. to us in the car driving around. Yeah, it was. It was cool. But a welcome change. Yeah, I like so, that. So, yeah. Actually, one of my uh, customers, Jade, um, she uh, loved the, yeah, the uh, floral print. Uh, why did yeah. if I'm such a nutcase? Why do I wear floral? You know print? what it is. I think she could probably tell, as I could see, yeah. that when you're singing that, you become a different, <laughs> a crew sort of extra, yeah, an yeah, extravagant character. Yeah. Your arms are out. You're, you're looking up at the, the heavens. <laughs> you're singing with this kind of grand projection. I think yeah, I there's think, a difference. You're a character when you sing that song. I think you kind of, and it's same. Like I think you. Well, not everyone, I suppose, maybe. But I think I kind of have to to get into the zone of the song. Same as, like, when I do Folsom. I'm not trying to be Johnny Cash, but I'm definitely putting a bit of swagger to it. Exactly. (laughs) But I think think that that translates Uh, quite well with certain songs. Such a wanker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. It's an endearing quality, and I wouldn't have you any other way, mate. Um, No, no. (laughs) That's a good bloody mocker, actually. It's not bad. Have you had yours? It's got a little something. It feels like there's an extra flavour. a little bit of sperm in there, yeah. Somebody had a cum fountain. <laughs> yeah. He just saw us coming. Oh, there's the boys again. Just filled it up. Extra cream again, guys. Yep. Coming in the air tonight. Um, uh, 
what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> that whole visual yeah, image it's, it's, just uh, keeps throwing it's me stuck completely. Stuck on you like coming yeah. here. <laughs> nah. yeah. All right, let's no, no. get this fucking episode. <laughs> well, see, it seems like a real shift, though, to talk about what I brought up about discussing. Oh, okay. But it was in to... reference to... Uh, well, we had the hard ethical questions hard segment. Hard ethical questions. So, do you want to start with the hard ethical questions and then lead into what you want Perhaps to talk about? Perhaps that's a good idea. And then we can ease it out again with... Um, <laughs> Why is everything with a shoe horn. awful I always much. use a shoehorn when I'm easing it back out again. Um, nah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Nah, we can end with the topic I wanted to discuss because that's nice and fluffy and funny okay. and fun All you right. know, and happy. All right. Okay. So, hard ethical... Oh, I better play the, let's play the thing now. Ethical questions answered by Luke and Warren from the Fly on the Wall podcast. Yep. Okay. So there's the the theme uh, thing uh, promo, whatever you want to call it. Yep. <laughs> uh, so do you want me to start this yeah, week? Yeah. Yeah. You start this week. All right. Okay. So hard ethical question for you, Warren. Um, now remember the rule being that you have to give an answer, and it, it has, has to be, be basically yeah. a yes or no. You yeah, can definitive. you can you can talk about it, but it has to be a yeah, a, yeah definitive yes or no. It okay. can't be like oh, I don't know really. <laughs> can it only be a yes or a no? <laughs> um, and then that's it. You don't ask anything. You don't ask for a if reason. If you want, but I kind of like the idea <laughs> of, of us conversing about I it. Know. And I think if the pod, otherwise the podcast would be cut down to three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you like speaking? Yeah. No. Um, all right. Go. <clears throat> all right. So, you and I have been friends a long time, Warren. We have. 24 years. That's right. Uh, okay, so I ring you up one day. You're working, I ring you up. And 25 years. 25 years, isn't it? Well, oh, 25? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Jeez, mate. Of course, my horse. Nice that you're holding um, on to those memories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because I... Oh, yeah, 1994. Uh, anyway, so... I, um, I call you up, and I'm a blubbering mess. Okay. I'm crying, I'm... And you're like, mate, mate, what's going on? What's wrong? Yeah. You're thinking the worst... And I go, I've just killed someone. And you're like, what the fuck, man? And I'm like, oh. I was I was driving down a back road. I was I was being stupid. I was on my phone and I was carried away listening to music and wasn't paying attention. And, and I hit a guy and oh, I got out of the car, but he's fucking dead. What, and I said, I'm, I can't. I've got to go. Like, it's going to ruin my life. It's going to, you know, um, my family. And I was just a mess. And yeah. I basically didn't stop yeah. and I took off. What would, uh, hang on. Would you dob me in? Yes or no? And then obviously fill in your fine print. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I wouldn't dob you in. But I would. Cool. Let's I go would, kill someone. Go, <laughs> no, I would come and I would come and find you, yeah. and then I would persuade you to come and you know present yourself, ham yourself in, and yeah, and tell the truth. Yeah. But no, no, I would I wouldn't go and just say, oh, this person did it. I don't know where he is, but he did it. No, I de- I wouldn't do that, but I would, uh, yeah, I would, yeah, I don't even know, because like it's like I would have to get going straight away as well. So we've both just left yeah. the scene of a an accident, yeah, or something. But I'd obviously call uh, somebody to come and you know to the scene, like the police um, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I would, okay. I would, and I would say, look, you know, I'm fairly sure I know, but and I guess I would just have to be a bit dumb. So would you be anonymous caller? 
If you so you got from me where it was, what road it was. Well, this is the, the thing because if if I'm the only person, they're going to take me, and I can't come and find you. Yeah. And then I end up being sort of coerced, I suppose. Otherwise, I'm going to take the fall. Yeah. So I guess I have to be somewhat dishonest to start with. Yeah. By being a bit anonymous, yeah. Yeah. And, okay. And playing a bit stupid. Oh, I don't know. I just I just turned up. And what about if I was found it this way? A, now it's just a slight twist on the on the question. What yeah. about if I was absolutely adamant that I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna turn myself in? Oh. No matter what you said, I was like, I can't, I can't. Well, now you've just switched it up a notch, haven't you? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> well, and I would I'm masturbating say, at the same I would, time. No. <laughs> I would give you an ultimatum, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. So you would be more than aware of what my actions would be over the next, you know, 24 hours. Okay. I would say you have, you know, two hours yep. to decide to do it. Yeah. Said, Or I will be doing it. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. no, no, I, because no, I don't fair. think you'd live with it, and I don't think I'd live with it. Yeah, um, and be happy with myself. Like it's, and I don't see that as a betrayal. Yeah, I see that as I've given, I've given a you a. Ch- you know, I'm trying to help you by by, you know, encouraging you to be honest. Yeah. Um, but if if I, you can't do it, I'm going to have to force your hand, unfortunately. Yeah. Because yeah, you're not going to live with it well either way. That's it, yeah. So, you know, I need to make a decision as a, as a friend. Fuck, yeah. That is a pretty... That's a hard ethical question. <laughs> that's a hard ethical question a tricky, right up your ass. tricky ethical well, question. Well, I... Look, uh, yeah, I would um, not dob you in, and I wouldn't um, give you an ultimate. I would probably try the ultimatum, yeah. tact. Okay. But if you were still not... I still don't think I could actually... Really? You in. Yeah, but I killed I, somebody. I think the consequence. Somebody's father, somebody's son, Jesus, yeah. somebody's brother. I yeah, killed them. But the thing is, and then I've chosen to hide that. But like, my yeah. my no matter what happens, yeah. my loyalties lie with you. You know, and I, yeah, and, I, I, and, I, know, I, I and I'm don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying I see it as what a if betrayal. I was a serial killer and I told you that? <laughs> well, as long as no women, no kids. Oh, right, right. It's conditional now. <laughs> I'd supply you the plastic and the tape and the oh, cups. Oh, um, uh, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not saying I would see your answer as a betrayal. Not at all. I, I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. It, would, it would be. But I don't know. I just, I don't. You don't I, think that would eat away at you? It would. And you and would I, just have to do I think it the consequence it. of that would be that you and I probably yeah wouldn't be friends or yeah. it'd be very strange. but you'd never say anything i don't think i could because wow. because yeah because you're my brother and that's it you know so like, what about the the rest of this person's family though and the people that have I'd cared s- about them with no answers well it's yeah it's a tragedy but i would i would de- <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a bloody tragedy oh, i don't though. know the more i think about it the more i think fuck I'm oh. trying to talk you into dobbing me in. <laughs> yeah. I should be grateful. But, I would, uh, like I said, I would definitely go down that tact and uh, that that route and say, you know, you, mate, you need to fucking tell someone, or yeah. I'm gonna, you know, talk to myself. Yeah. And hopefully that would be enough. But if you were still like, I just can't. I don't know. I think I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that is one that you could debate. I suppose. I'd almost be tempted to say it was me. You know. Just so, because if you were that, but what much if they mess, proved it very quick? I mean, they would have to then find. I'd say, evidence. yeah, I was driving your car, and they'd be like, "You don't drive manual." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just go straight at it. The cops already know that. Yeah, your license only We've says, got "Hey, buddy, down here, yeah. mate." Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> nah, I think I think I think I'd push you to do it, but if you didn't, I think I'd be almost inclined. <laughs> if they if they started to track you down, yeah, I think I'd almost be inclined to go. Well, no, it was actually me driving that day because I'd obviously clearly you're a mess. So you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd try and take the bullet for you. Oh well, maybe you're the better friend, mate. I don't. <laughs> no, know. no, no. I don't think but it's. I, I don't think it's that. That's the case at all. I think it's just a tough choice, and, and it would have to be made. Yeah. I think it's just making a responsible choice on your behalf. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, he's not in the state to be able to do so. Yeah. So I've done it. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, and we'll work through it together. I'm not. I'm not. You know, not going to be your friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still be there every step of the way, but yeah, this is what we need to do yeah. from here. You're saying you'll do it because you're my friend, but yeah. then because you've done it, you probably wouldn't be my friend anymore. So it's a, it's a tricky kind oh, of like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It is a tricky one, that one. Yeah. That's, All right, that's and your one? Your one? one? <laughs> well, this... Uh, hang on, just I'll just do a quick, you know, give us your answer, guys. What would you do if your uh, your best friend or your, your brother, your family member, whatever, has run someone over, killed them? Um, yeah, what would and you look, do? Would you dob them in? Would you not dob them in? Yeah, in advance too, if, if you know. We're not trying to make this a humorous thing, although there's funny elements when we talk about it with each other. If you've suffered any loss because of a, yeah. anything like it, you're obviously very sorry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a it's an ethical question. Oh, yeah. It's um, a hard ethical question. Now, this one's a little... You could see it as controversial. It's not quite as heavy yeah. as, as your one, because I think that's pretty heavy, that subject matter. Um, but it does have to do with driving. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this comes down to... Uh, let, let me just say, in terms of the Australian country that we're in, English as a second language, Yep. right? And the ability to get a driving licence. Yep. Do you think there should be more controls on what kind of command of the English language you need mm-hmm. before you can, you can get an Australian licence? Do you mean to be able to read signs? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And understand road rules and be able to oh. read, you know, it's not just about driving, it's about all of the, the background stuff as well and being able to understand street names and yeah. road work ahead. And oh, for me, that, that's, that's a, a no-brainer. I think we should let anyone have a licence right. to drive <laughs> and basically just, start our own dodgems country. Yeah, like just, just bang tear it into them each out, other. tear them off the back of a cereal box. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess the controversial part is... Could it be seen as being somewhat racist to sort of put a limit on it and say, well, yeah, okay, you've, you're an immigrant from this country. There you've been, you know, a qualified doctor and you've been, you've been driving a manual yeah. Mercedes for 15 years. But you've come here and you don't actually have much of a contr- command of the English language, which isn't a problem, but... Should you really be able to just drive on the roads like that? Like, yeah. See, I I think there's a bigger question here, and I think it is a problem if you can't if you don't have a good grasp of the English yeah. language. And I don't I don't mean to sound racist at all, but but uh, I and and I don't think it is racist what I'm about to say. I think if you're going to move to a country and settle there, um, if you're on a work visa, that might be a little bit different. But if you're going to move to a country, um, then I think you should have to learn the language whether it's whether it's me moving to japan and i'm going to live there for a number of years i think it's it's my duty to learn the language so i can get by not just be like no i don't you know because if you're going to immerse yourself in a culture then you can't just be in your own little bubble and not speak the language and only stick with your own kind and all that kind of thing like i'm i'm proud that australia is a multicultural multicultural country 
but what what upsets me is that you know uh, some people do come here and they they don't want to learn to speak English at all yeah. and I'm like I, what why live here then <laughs> but see this is the problem because yeah. it is spruced as a multicultural country and we in our perhaps arrogance we assume everyone should learn English mm. you know in this multicultural country only where, because it's a I think we're very English speaking well, country though that's it yeah but but then you've got other countries in the world where you know people are bilingual and that's a minimum yeah you know they they sometimes know more yeah because uh, say a lot of places in Europe now a lot of people will speak fairly fluent French English German um, and Italian. And often. I can I can barely speak English. That's right. That's, I think that's fair for both of us, mate. So it, perhaps it's just a pig-headedness that I'm saying it. Like I'm happy to admit that it might come across um, not racist, but but yeah, biased and one-sided. But I just think that uh, there's clear issues. Like for example, I was thinking about it the other day. Like Top Gear, mm. they obviously go trouncing through these different countries all over the world. Yeah, and they're English, um, and. I don't know if they have to do any kind of training. I guess they've done they've got an international license or something to be able to enter and make a TV show and everything. So I'm assuming they've done what they need to do to be permitted to drive in that country. Yeah. But I'm wondering if those controls are as tight for everybody, you know, in, in different countries around the world. Obviously, for some, you literally turn up and probably pay $100 and sign yeah. your name on a bit of paper and off you go. There's your license. I think, um, I think you've got to... Yeah, I, I 100% believe you've got to be able to read, be able to read signs, yeah. understand road rules, and have a grasp of it. You don't need to be, you don't need to know every single word, but have a grasp of the English language. You know, yeah. just so, just so you can not only drive around but function as well. You know, I, yeah. I think we're we're mostly English speaking countries, so. That's just the way it is, you know? And I don't... I, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's pretty straightforward to me, really. Well, it's, it's, it seems straightforward to me too, but I suppose there's always people that will disagree or have a very good uh, argument to state yeah. in, you know, in different directions, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess it's not a massive ethical question. See, for me, it's it like... Um, that way. So for me, it's uh, in the same uh, zone as... Uh, our elderly citizens yes. who um, well I agree with that too, maybe yeah. a bit cumbersome on the on the roads these yep. days you know like yep. and I, I feel like it's the same thing I feel like if they're if they're not capable anymore it's yep. sad and I understand giving up the independency would be incredibly difficult but if you're a risk in any way yep. whether you can't read a sign or if your um, your actions uh, or reactions aren't quick enough then you know you need to sit your license again or whatever. Well, I don't want to. I won't. I won't elaborate too much. But we had a you know a personal experience with an older relative of mine, um, and we made a decision. Uh, well, a number of us oh, okay. made yeah, that yeah. decision yeah. to actually effectively adopt. Them. Which is yeah, which is horrible. But it, I mean, it was you, actually, a, you were doing it for the safety of other people yes. and and for them. You know, because we we so saw sense. a potential risk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, coming it's sad. very quickly. And, yeah, and I think that um, you know you could argue and say, well, this is just one of those ingrained skills, and yeah. uh, you know it's not a problem. But uh, yeah, it was you could see it coming. And, yeah. And, well, why wait to have something horrendous to then deal with? Yeah. Because that's then our responsibility. I We're going to feel responsible because we knew that we needed to do something. So um, 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. That's a real tricky one because it is, yeah. there's different levels of competence, I suppose. As and you there's get emotion older behind and, it too. So anything oh, that you know, when it's that kind of decision making, then it's always going to be difficult. I've got a I've got a client who's in her late eighties and hasn't driven for the last few years. Yeah. And she took herself off the road, which yeah. I thought was incredibly That's brave. That's a brave decision. You know? Yeah, yeah because she just didn't feel competent anymore. She yeah. felt she, her reactions were slower, and she she went through a red light, and she yeah. was like, "Oh my god, I didn't even really look at it," you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. she did it herself, and sadly, all she said to me when we were talking about it, all she said was, "Don't get old, Luke," because oh. everything changes, you know. And you go, oh my god, like. Yeah. So what is she suggesting you do? <laughs> well, I think, you know... Drive off a short pier when you reach like, 65 uh, or Like something. the Who in their song talking about my generation. Yeah. Hope I die before I get old! <laughs> what is old, though? What are you classing? Ah, oh, 41. Right. So I'll give myself another six months. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, yeah, I'll be uh, uh, short, toddling sharp, off. off a toddling cliff. off, yeah. Oh, well, that's nice to know, mate. Thanks for the advance warning. <laughs> yeah. We've been friends for 25 years. Yeah, that's it. And... Maybe 11 months. That's it, yeah. Which <laughs> yeah, would be nice. Go. A nice round figure. Yeah, absolutely. See you later. Yeah, well, um, yeah. But, okay, well, there you go. That's our that hard ethical questions for this week. And, yes, yeah, please uh, comment on our uh, Instagram or email us, theflyonthewallpodcast11 at gmail.com. Throw us your ethical For your questions. views on this, on these yeah, two on questions. Or, um, and we're, we're happy to air them on the next uh, yeah. on the next episode. For sure. Or, um, yeah, give us your hard ethical questions that we can ask each other. Um, or just send us a dick pic. Yeah, <laughs> always. Up I like for that. you include that because always. one day we yeah. will get one. Oh, I hope so. And, and uh, I'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. We'll get kicked off. <laughs> yeah. That's oh yeah, right. yeah. Quick thing on Instagram. Remember? Yes. Oh, look at his cock, cock wad. Just cut that person. Probably old. He's a cock jockey. <laughs> old and foreign. That one. He's <laughs> <laughs> no. got everything against him. Um. Uh, yeah. Remember Alex Mark sixty eight. Yes. Yeah. So she uh, she did a little promo for us and then she disappeared off the uh, Instagram. Yes. Um, because uh, I sound really old when I call it the, the Instagram. The, the Instagram. The Instagram. Oh. Um, yeah, but now she's back. Uh, I've gotten a, uh, you know, what do you call it? A hook. Um, but it's like bitch something, bitch with a one. I can't, I can't remember. Oh, but okay. I'll, I'll, I'll at her in the post about that anyway. <laughs> Thanks for that highly detailed expose. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can clearly see that we're across all the social media terminology. But when you get a chance to check the Instagram... <laughs> Will I let you know? On the internet. Um, <laughs> it was a good promo too, so it's a shame that she lost that particular handle. Yeah, oh, handle. That's the. I was thinking hook, but it's handle. You're you across say Jesus. I just nah, came up with I think the, the kids spot, are mate. using the word. Are they using the word handle? I don't know. I just say the at thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever occurs Imagine, to us. like, 20 years ago, that little at symbol on the computer, on mm. the Commodore 64, um... What did what, it do? What did it do? What I did used you it use in it swear for? words when I wrote stories. Why don't you just... Oh, because it's like for high school. Yeah, like oh, when you're okay. writing a draft for high school. Oh, that's interesting. I just used to say the swear word. <laughs> no, no, like I tried to be careful, particularly if it was, uh, well, if it was fuck. Yeah. Or if it was anything worse. Such as? I would just put the first letter. I'm not... I don't have to break it down. I'm sure everyone's got used to our swear words by now. Um... And yeah, so I put the first letter in the last letter and just insert like the hashtag symbol, funnily enough. Yeah, okay. The at symbol. All the things we use in yeah, uh, the star. The, the Instagram now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, talking of uh, swear words, <clears throat> um, have you ever heard the name Thomas Crapper? 
before. <laughs> yeah, I have actually. Well, I have an interesting got... little factoid about him. What's yeah. the, tell me something you know about Thomas I know, Crapper. Okay, um, I know nothing about Thomas Crapper. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I most, just have heard that name. Most people would say he invented the toilet, okay. um, which isn't actually true. He had toilets made for him, right. and then he sold them. Okay. And then uh, back in the old days, crap didn't mean shit. It just meant junk, as, right. it, as it can still today. Okay. And then obviously someone went, well, that's funny because he's crapper and there's a crap. and So they call they? it the crapper. Yeah, that's right. Going to um, take a crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> the crapper. <laughs> Another little uh, interesting thing about swear words or yeah. story I've got is um, back in the day, uh, 20 years ago or so, I used to uh, babysit some, some family members, three little kids, because I was saving up to get my first proper drum kit. And um, one, the little boy, uh, let's call him Mikey. Okay. Um, he uh, came home one day, he goes, I know, I know the worst swear word. And I was like, really? And I was like, I was like mm, okay, what's it going to be? You know, like, poo. Because he was like six years old. Right, okay. He goes, I know the C word. Oh, I was like, what? No, you don't. He yeah. goes, I do. I said, how many letters is it? He goes, four. Oh. I was right. I said, well, whisper it in my ear, mate, and I'll, you know. And he goes, crap. <laughs> and I was like, wow, yeah, yes, that's a bad word, bad. buddy. Don't, you know, don't say that ever again, all right? So, yeah. I was at work today. Yeah, and you did a crap. <laughs> no, <laughs> not actually, a crap not at all thinking of you, Luke. I do try not to at work. Oh, really? Um, yeah, normally first thing in the morning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, anyway. Uh, and the... The late, not that it's an issue for ladies to swear, but I sort of felt that it was less common for a lady to yep. say cunt. Oh, okay. Well, um, it depends on the lady, I think. If the lady's well, got right. bad nail polish, then she... Bad nail polish, <laughs> remember, right. Remember I said that? Yeah, yeah, that's a real key. Shabby element. nail polish, shabby lady. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this person was uh, in charge yep. and was talking about a situation in the next door property and stuff and just suddenly was telling me about it and suddenly went, and the Hunts, oh, like this, wow. and my okay. face yeah. just was like, oh, yeah, like I, my mouth dropped. Yeah, and I thought, wow, and you know, hey, ladies, swear, swear away. I don't have a problem with ladies swearing, but um, I just thought that that word was a little more avoided, maybe because it just seems a little. See, so call me old fashioned, tree or something. But and and the way my my brain's fucked, you, you, might, you fucked it already, mate. You because have, you've uh, sworn so much on this, and you know, ladies are listening. You might have picked up on the <laughs> fact that I'm a little bit fucked anyway. But um, no, when it comes to ladies and swearing, yeah. right? There's some girls who I don't want to hear them swear. Right. <laughs> yep. Like my wife. Okay. I don't want to hear her say hear her swear. the c word, okay. especially. If she says the if she says fuck or shit, and you know she's angry or whatever, yeah, it's you know within reason it's okay. But otherwise, I generally you know sort of don't want to hear it. Okay, because <laughs> she's a sweet lady. You yeah. know what I mean? Of, oh, of course. I don't want to hear your mum say it, Warren. No, no, because she's a sweet lady. I would agree with that. as You know well. what I mean? Yeah. And even my mum, I go, well, you know. I just know that she wouldn't. No, no, I know. So I guess that's I the difference. So imagine- <laughs> would your wife say it? I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's right. My just wife say- would have to be extremely angry. To yeah. say the c word, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard her say okay. the c word. Yeah. Um, but then there's other girls, other yeah. people that say, it and like I don't know, it's conversational. It's, yeah, yeah, kind of. It's okay for me. Like I sort of go, yeah, no, that's that makes sense. Well, okay. not makes sense, but I just kind of go, it's kind of cool when they do it. Oh, okay, right. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, like like okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about this. Alex Marks. If, yes. Okay. If she, like on the little promo, she called us motherfuckers. Yes. And it was kind of worked for me because it's she's cool. She's kind of. 
dark and her art and all I that think, kind of her, think, her vibe yeah, is generally kind of her vibe is cool like that and I yeah. think that that works I agree with you there I think the vibe worked I think if her voice and her vibe were different yeah it would be a little more awkward yeah but it sounded sorry to say this Alex uh, if you know <laughs> I don't think it'd be an insult to say it sounded natural yeah yeah to just yeah. say you motherfuckers you know yeah. like it was good <laughs> it was great whereas somebody who was uh, I don't know a bit more reserved yeah to suddenly say it, you'd be like, "Oh, well, that's oh, that's sort of great at the nerves there." Yeah, yeah, that's and that's what I mean. That's why I feel that some. So um, it's all about you. And, and maybe that's sexist people. because when guys do, well, that's it doesn't thing. doesn't phase me whatsoever. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, some girls can in my book, and some girls can't. Some girls do. Na, 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 na. Some girls don't. I guess na, na, it's na, all na, about where some you girls choose. need a lot of loving in it. Some girls. <laughs> I'm no. not sure about that song. Yeah, I'm not I, I don't like fan. that one. I don't no. mind actually. <laughs> actually, is that Doctor Hook? Because they're also the ones that do that song that you hate. That I hate that song. I I'm don't know who does it. I'm a jogger. I'm a oh. midnight talk. Oh. Playing my music. Yeah, in the I really sun. don't like that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the I other can... song I really can't stand when it comes on. If uh, I such a <laughs> no, I like that song. <laughs> No, I. Uh, that was a joke. It was a song back in the early '90s, I think, probably early mid '90s, and it was. Um, if you want to buy me flowers, no, that was just a good go song. Go ahead now, yeah, Lemonheads, was wasn't it? No, that was no. Uh, uh, Fresh. No, the Two Princes. Two Princes. That's the song. It oh. wasn't. It wasn't the band. What was the band oh. called? I thought and it was they called go, Lemonheads. Little Miss, Little Miss, can't yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Oh, I, can't I, I, li- I liked that. It wasn't though. the Lemonheads? I don't think. It wasn't Lemonheads. No, no. All right. Anyone who knows, <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Anyway, what song? No, no. It was uh, that one that goes. Um, she doesn't use napkins or anything. Oh, yeah, she yeah. uses Vaseline. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. fucking hate anything that song. with Ian on the end. Yeah, oh. I was a massive fan of that song. Man, it just drove me insane. What was this? Was that? Hey, I'm. Oh no, remember El Scorcho? El Scorcho by Weezer. That was a good song. Oh no, no. I know a few things by Weezer. El Scorcho. God damn those half Japanese girls! Nah. They do it to me every time. Remember the presidents of the United that? States of America? Oh yeah, great pot user. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that was all. That was always pretty cool. Little blue doom boogie <laughs> in the sound. Little oh. blue doom boogie. What was the peaches? In my like? hand, millions of peaches. Yeah, peaches for me. Millions of peaches. I'll let you see. Peaches for free. Because one thing I do realize. You know what that's about, don't you? Eating, yes. eating vagina. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I remember you saying the exact same thing in year twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the a la 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 long. That's about anal sex. Yeah. Well, when you, if you listen, he says, "Look into your big brown eye." I want to push it, push it some more. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun little dirty, dirty, dirty bastard. And uh, I think I'm turning Japanese. It's about masturbation because you pull that face when you orgasm. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not at all racial. No, it, no, well, no, you know, no, they wrote the song. I didn't yeah, just, yeah. I'm just relaying. <laughs> you're just relaying. It. I'm just like, hey, you I just don't want them driving in our fucking country. Reenacted <laughs> the. F- <laughs> no, mate, joking. Oh, joking. Shit. Relax. Don't shit, send man. an email. Okay, so to move forward. Yeah. Right. Nice little segue between talking about legalities involved with uh, older people. <laughs> yeah. So, getting your license in a different country, etc., etc. And. 
punishment. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to have a bit of a chat about crime and punishment after last week's hard ethical question from Warren. Yeah. And we know about, not much uh, about it, but penalty. we're just going to talk about oh, it. Oh, we, we don't know much about much, but we still yeah, just we still you know, navigate our way through as best we can. Filling <laughs> the, the dead air with uh, our voices talking about it. shit. Alright, so let's talk about the crime element first. Yes. Now, what, uh, what actually made me think about it was um, we just dropped in a few names last week when we were discussing it and you had said about Jill Ma. Jill Ma, yep. And I thought, well, international listeners are not going to know anything about those stories. And yeah. I thought, just to elaborate slightly, um, look, unfortunately, very sadly, it happens in every country, of course, but this was a, yeah. a, a bit of a... It seemed like a spate of uh, sexual assaults and murders um, well, I think, or related to that in a, in a fairly short space of time. I think the, I think the thing is, and yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, the no, thing right. is, I think it's always going on. It is. But... Um, the media grabbed hold of this particular one because she was she was a pretty young a pretty lady. young lady and it was all on CCTV. You know, yes. I, and think, I was going I think to. It happens a lot. You know, I was going to elaborate <coughs> on that part too. Oh, sorry, yes, sorry. they 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 sort of need <coughs> a me, sorry. I guess a person, you know, an innocent to be able to post up on the uh, on the news and everything and make a big thing of. But um, yeah. So she, yeah, she was an attractive young lady that was walking uh, from a, an evening out and walking home and. Her home was, it, was it Footscray or very, Fitzroy? very close. Yeah, very, very close <clears throat> to where she was, and which is the horrendous part of it. Her husband was asleep and waiting for her to get home. And well, she'd let her husband know that she was coming. She was home. on her way. She had a few drinks, but she was just, fine. Just and, terrible. Yeah. And uh, but there was a lot of CCTV of her walking past a couple of different shops, and then the chap who did actually assault her and, and yeah, following her. after her. Yeah. Following How eerie her was that when you watch awful. when you know what's happened and you yeah. watch that CCTV it's, it's footage. Sickening. sickening. And there's yeah. a lot more of that these days. But yeah, so it, it kind of shone a light, I guess, on how quickly it, it can happen, how unsafe sometimes yep. our streets are and uh, how a seemingly innocent kind of evening out really just turned into a horrific thing and then there was that Eurydice Dixon uh, yeah, yeah. Several months ago now. Well, that case was that case was slightly different because going oh, back to very, the, they're all different. But yeah, but that, but going back to the Jill Ma one, yeah. it also shone a light on the fact that the, the perpetrator yes had also done uh, had, had committed rape and been pre- and been convicted for rape yes uh, several times I yes. think it was. Yeah. Um, but again, let out, let out, let out, let out, and then and then he just. Elevated, like like all these types of things, it seems to get worse. You you often hear yeah. uh, about people like rapists and stuff like that that they might start off flashing and then they start masturbating in public yes. and then you know and then bit by bit they build up more and more. So you know the fact that this fucker was already in prison for rape and then got let out, yeah. and then did it sh- went straight back to it, but es- it escalated. It's just oh, it's just sickening, isn't it? It just makes you squeamish, but but the, yeah, there. I think within a, a couple of weeks, it seemed of that particular case, there was another young lady who uh, I think had befriended a, a filly. It was an older gentleman um, who had done prison time. I think for similar kinds of assaults and everything, and she ended up getting killed and put in a fucking wheelie bin. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and found you know a week or two later and. It just—I think it just at that point of time—it really shone a light on those things yeah. because it was a bit more visible than, like you said, it does happen all the time, sadly. But yeah, it horrible. was just very visible. So I just wanted to paint that picture a little bit for yeah, for the international, international listeners. listeners. Everyone has it happen, and yeah. it's, it's 
sickening and awful. But um, yeah, I guess that's where we were referring to at that point. But it sort of it makes me wonder now about like you know they have uh, compulsory like mandatory sentencing. Like so, oh, if yeah. they get convicted for say a violent rape, yeah, you've got a minimum jail term. Just like that. Yeah, There's no def- fucking friendly which never good seems behavior. to be enough though, does it? No, it never does. But yeah. you go, all right, well, is six years really worth the well being of another yeah, person? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they're still gonna be fearful in six years. Like I said uh, last time, I I don't feel there's any cure for it. No. Uh, you know, like you hear stories about um, people getting their bits removed. What's it called again? Cauterized? No, not quarter not cauterized. Um, Castrated. Castrated, yeah. Um, and that kind of helps, I suppose. But then I sort of think it's still... Yes, that might be the drive there, but it's still something wrong with your brain that you think it's okay. You know, well, then you it becomes... It, I, it makes me wonder with, say, chemical castration or the actual physical castration yeah. too, with uh, child molesters and, and rapists and people that make that decision. Yeah. Yes, there's a mental trigger there. So... If you've done that, does that make other elements of your your mental condition worsen? Well, that's because the thing. you're suddenly aware of the fact that you've emasculated yourself. You can't do that. So what are you going to do next? That's right. To get your that's your, right. Your I buzz agree. On, I know? agree with that. Yeah, that's because oh. there'll be some kind of buzz needed. The only thing that fixes it is a bullet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only a bullet. I'm not. I'm not. Otherwise, I'm not. Not anymore. I'm not generally a violent person. No. Um, but I don't know. I just think. There's no coming back. There's no coming back for that, you know? doesn't matter who you are, where you are. I think no coming back. And there's no mercy. I would, yeah. I think, okay, so this is, maybe this is a hard ethical question just to sideline. You're jumping ahead, Warren, jumping ahead of episodes. No, it's fine. No, no, no. But but, No, no, it's it's kind of, it's, I'm just saying it because it is an ethical question in relation to this. So when, when you have a child murderer, not not a person, like an actual child who is a murderer. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, so if it's premeditated or it's an innocent crime, mm. um, what's the age where you you treat them the same? Because they'll normally have an age of maturity, and they they go to a, like a juvenile prison, and then they might transfer to an adult one. But if they're say twelve, yeah, and they've shot somebody intentionally, yeah, and been found to have done that. What do you think that should mean for them? Well, I think... Are they I don't think able be, to be saved? I don't think it could be mandatory sentencing then. I yeah. think each case is obviously very different. It's a because you area, might, isn't it? You might get a 12-year-old boy or girl that's yeah. done that, of but course, they've yeah. grown up in an extremely violent and hostile place. So you, you can know? say they were... It was... Unfortunately, to like them it was normal, or maybe to them it was normal. Yeah, that was that was what we did. That's, that's what, how you live. That's, that's what daddy, survive. how daddy sorted out his problems, and that's yeah. what I'm. You know, so <clears throat> you're always. I think you're mostly in most cases you're a product of your environment. So if a kid is, so what time? You know, when should they be released then? If they're still guilty of murder, yeah, they still need know. to. I think they still need to go away, but more maybe more to rather than any kind of hardcore prison, more to like a reform school type setup thing. Yeah, and try so to there's more education if, involved. Yeah, if they can, try to re-educate them and slowly immerse them 
back in and get them get them to be around other people from all walks of life and all that kind of thing. So does that change? Bang, eighteen, done, changed. No, I wouldn't say eighteen. No, no. I would say uh, I would say again, case by case, because they, yeah. you know how they say things like uh, I've read before, where they say the first seven years of a kid's life is the most formative, yeah, most formative and yeah. the most yeah, they're they're taking on their learning, their learning capacity is so much more than what it is when they're older that. Um, I think that's hard. That's going to be very hard to undo. So I don't think a couple of years in reform school is really going to undo that. I think no. you, I hate to say it, but I think you almost have to break them down to then build them back up again. And then, and then there would be an element of like, well, we kind of just need to monitor them then yeah. and see how they go, you know. Yep. And any signs of violence or whatever, then you know, drag them. Because this in. is the problem, <clears throat> isn't it? It's too much time in any kind of. Uh, institution, yeah, well, yeah, can be the thing that fucks with the mind as right. well. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a need to put themselves back in the system. Yeah, however, that may be, and well, I think that's often what happens with these other crimes. I'm not excusing the fact that they're sick already. No, yeah, but I think some of them are also institutionalized. Yeah, or have this blasé attitude to it. Yeah. and go well fuck it it's another five years I don't care yeah no, I mean I've, another five I've, years on the state I've heard stories and even uh, some um, close to home stories where people have done um, prison time yeah. and they've got out and they've committed a crime straight away and gone back in and they've said well you know what if I'm if I'm out of prison life's shit yeah. I don't have I've got to scrounge for food and money That's right. I don't often I'm often sleeping on the on the roads on the streets so prison is three square meals a day. Um, I get to play pool. I get to you know work at the gym. I get you know. So yeah, it's that's almost, right. You feel like there's some value. Yeah, it's you've almost a better place. life. Yeah, you've earned your your place in the in the pecking order kind of thing. Yeah, um, but, but I think uh, you know I, I sort of and you can read all through this. There's so many stories of 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 both sides of the of the fence where people yep people have become even more monstrous when they do prison time yes but then there's a whole bunch of people that go in and they learn their lesson and they 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 fucking hate prison and they can't wait to get out of there and they do change their lives and go on to be better people yeah Yeah, so it's yeah i don't i don't think it's a clear-cut thing you know it's not a black and white thing so when we had the let's just change from the sort of oh well not the heavier end this is still heavy when we had to say the people that go to Bali and, you know, smuggle drugs. Oh, yeah. Because Indonesia's laws are much more strict and harsh when it comes to drug smuggling. Yeah. And we had that case, uh, what, a couple of years ago now. Bali 9. Yeah, where the two of them were executed yeah. on that island. Yeah. Death Island. Death Island. Like, what know, a name for it. They've even given it a title but to make it I suppose it they can't really sugarcoat it. <laughs> no, they can't, but, like, they the were land talking, of sweetness. talking very much about Particularly the uh, the chap who had the shaved head. Yeah. How much he'd reformed and what he'd done and, and how much he'd achieved while he'd yeah. been in. Oh, uh, the, on, is that the painter? The guy. Yeah, the, the guy did, yeah. The, the, had you know, had an exhibition and yeah. he'd also done some schooling and you know people have made one or maybe a series of terrible decisions. Yeah. Um, <clears> and ultimately, they still shot him. They still shot him. Well, I, I think so, he would have, unless he was a complete numb nut, he, yeah. I think he would have known the consequences before he went there. That's, so yeah. if you do the crime, you do the time. And if the time is uh, execution time, then my opinion is that's it. You know, if you're stupid enough. Uh, and I think, obviously, you, you hear about cases where, um, uh, like those banged up abroad shows where yeah, people become yeah. drug mules 
involuntarily. Yes. So then you go, oh shit! Like if you're, if you're sitting on death row, but yeah. you you were kind of pushed into it, or you were blackmailed, or whatever right. it is, then of course you want to try and look into it and make sure that it's uh, you know you're being executed for the right reasons. <laughs> well, and then it comes but, down to um, also your nationality and if you should be extradited back to your own country. Oh, so yeah, yeah. people would often argue, well, if you're an Australian citizen, and of course this is because it's relevant to us. You know, is it fair that you can demand that you're sent back to your own country? You still face the same charges. You're still facing uh, potentially the same penalties, except for maybe the death sentence or yeah. not maybe. We don't have it. So you wouldn't face a death sentence. You might face 25 years in prison, though. So there was that young lady who was found guilty of uh, oh, smuggling yeah, yeah. into Venezuela. Yeah. Or was it Colombia? The one with the large breasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that one. Um and it was a bit of a sad story because you could, I could even see just by, I guess, the look of her, I just thought, I just think you've been really naive and, yeah, and yeah, trusted yeah. people who've said, oh, no, it'll be easy, you just do this, you just do this, yeah. and then it's all fallen apart. And I thought, as stupid as it might be, I don't think it makes her a bad person. No, no. So to, to rot away in a Venezuelan prison for 20 years... Seems pretty intense, and that's not just because she's a, a, a you know a female. I think that would I would feel the same way about anyone who looked like they were a, a duck out of water. Yeah, okay. if they had that look on them that you're just like, I don't think they've had any experience in this at all before. They genuinely look like they're just scared for their life. I I, I tend to think if you say talking about the extraditing, extraditing, yep. Yeah. Um, if you've committed a crime in Australia and then you're overseas yeah. I think yep bring you back yeah, if you okay. commit a crime in another country then tough titties tough titties if, if their rules is well you've got 20 years you got 20 what years what are what are tough titties tough titties I reckon they'd be are like they muscular armored, oh, armored, armored. armored breastplate I see them as oh, okay. but with the nipple cast on there as well and everything as well okay. like they look like a proper pair of boobs yeah. but they're wrought iron or you know no steel you know like a so proper you, yeah because I actually literally got like muscle bound breasts oh okay Oh yeah, have you seen them? Yeah, the skinny. You know those really muscular. Well, they're more women? like pectoral, like males. Yeah, and pectorals. they still do. What I don't understand is they still do the g-string and all that kind of stuff, and the high heels because and the makeup are, and everything. People but, appreciate it. But the, yeah, each, and each to their own. That's right. Each There's many men that love that. What? You, oh, they man, love that. Them, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. of course. <laughs> no, I've, there are many men that would love that. Yeah. So. Like many men, like uh, emaciated ladies, like a very, very thin, like oh, really, like anorexic. Of course, oh, there'd be people that love that. Oh, like, yes, people like uh, SSBBWs. What's SSBBWs? Supersized, big, beautiful women. Oh my god, yeah, we're like wow. you know yeah. they are very, very large. I remember a few years ago learning that there's some people out there that like um, amputees, and the of less, course. the less, <laughs> the less bits, externals. Oh! Yeah, the less extremities, the more extreme, like the more excited they get. Oh, oh, fuck. fuck, she's got no arms and legs. Fuck, no. I suppose no you're, ears. You're only left with coming in the air, then, are you? <laughs> oh, wow, Jesus. no yeah. ears. As well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Wow, but yeah, each to their own. Yeah. I always, I've always, I think I've always said this to you. Um, if we can think it, 
There's oh. people out there doing it or, yeah, of course. or loving it. You know? We've often said to each other, I'm yeah. sure somewhere in the world, yeah. right at this very moment, very moment, someone's jacking off to an amputee. <laughs> <laughs> With their cat watching. Like, there's always some extra Yeah, one detail. of those bald cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just rubbing it in baby oil. Oh. With all the loose skin, just really loving oh, it. Oh, Mr. Minx. <laughs> See, that's probably a thing. Some lady who's got like who maybe was uh, one of these really large ladies yeah. then lost a lot of weight so has a lot of excess skin oh, I'm yeah. sure that's a fetish oh yeah yeah when it's all like hanging off her like, yeah. like uh, yeah like brown paper bags hanging off yeah Jesus yeah, yeah. wow actually some people also would you call that a back. dough fetish <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know uh, a flappy fetish would be very needy yeah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> Um, she'd still be my flower. So. <laughs> That's great. Um, That's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I also learned a few years ago that um, people, uh, there's people out there that have a fetish of like food, like getting their women or men um, to just gorge themselves on all sorts of food. Yeah, like just, right. And they, they love watching people eat all kinds oh, of shitty I'm not, food. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that kind of thing. I'm either. surprised. I, I don't know. I think, I think someone, um, like say if a girl was to uh, eat a... Sausage in a very tantalising, alluring way. Then you go, yeah. Um, That's not that elusive, is it? (laughs) But but yeah, someone gorging themselves in like a pig trough full of cake. (laughs) People love that shit. Yeah, people love it. You know, probably because it is decadent. Like it is over the top. The taboo, the taboo of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, You know, one thing you should never do if you're a if you're a straight male. (laughs) What's that? Is eat a banana and look another man in the eye while you do it. It's really off-putting. Oh. Wait, okay, so wait, at what point should you stop? Like, can you peel the banana? While you can peel the banana. That's fine. Right. But as okay. soon as you slide that banana yeah. into your mouth, if you're making eye contact with another guy, it's yeah. You should stop. You're quickly. asking for trouble. Right. It'll just be like, yeah, you want to go to the public toilet or? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful out there, guys. <laughs> yeah, watch out, guys. Watch your fruit consumption. Uh, okay. Yeah. Very, very mindful. All right, Warren. Let's play some fucking ads. And uh, we'll we'll come back and uh, ease into something a little bit more gentler. Oh, really? Oh, you want to keep going with some punishment? No, fuck it. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to tell y'all, I just woke up, so I'm going to try to make this sound good. Hold on. Good morning from the Ozarks, Missouri. This is Emily, and you're listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. Uh, Stand by for dead air. And we're back in. My name's Luke and this is... Was. And uh, we are the Fly on the Wall podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is episode 25. You can fi- find us on Instagram, uh, on uh, Fly on the Wall podcast with an underscore between each of those words. You can find lots of funny pictures that will make you giggle. You can DM us all sorts of weird and wonderful shits. And uh, you can Shit. also email us. The Fly on the Wall Podcast, one one at gmail.com. Now, I'll also implore you to tell your friends about our podcast because you know what? We we love sharing it and we love uh, getting feedback from listeners and all that kind of stuff. So please share it to everyone and anyone, especially people who you, who you think will hate it. Share it to them <laughs> because that'll be kind of funny. And spruik, you know, spruik the most offensive, weird episode to yeah. them. Like Guys, just, they were just talking about coming all over am, uh, amputees. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Where are you going to find that? That's right. Where are you going to get that kind of quality? Uh, that kind of random quality. So, talking of toys, Warren. Oh, yeah? Well, well I think we mentioned dildos. We mentioned dildos. 
Yeah. An amputee yeah. can make a very Talking interesting toy. Um, yeah. No, Ooh. yeah, I wanted to talk about, uh, just to, you know, round off the episode before we go into the post-apocalyptic saga. Of course, yes. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about some of our favourite toys from our youth. Yes. Um, toys maybe that you had and maybe some toys that you always wanted but couldn't get for whatever Ooh. reason. Yeah. Um, I'll shoot first. Um, you normally do. My The big ones for me yeah. were definitely Lego. Oh, yeah, Lego was sure. amazing because yeah. I could just make whatever I wanted. It was cool. I always made what the box said to make and then within minutes broke <laughs> it down and made <laughs> exactly what again. I wanted to make. Yeah, good on you. Which was usually some... I loved pirate Lego, castle Lego, space Lego and cowboy Lego. Um, and yeah, I'd basically... My, my favourite game to play of the Lego was to build a massive pirate island that was connected to a really sweet town. Oh, and yeah. then what would happen is the pirates would raid the yeah, town, of course. <laughs> kill, like try and kill everyone yeah. and maim or maim everyone because I'd remove the legs, but just one leg at a time. Did you know you could do that? You could slide them off yeah. the side, yeah. Cut yeah. off hands, arms, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then what would happen is this is the cool bit. What would happen is the sh the normal town folk, like the chef and a couple of police and some people that had a little cottage, they would start to rise right. up and yeah. be like, "Fuck you, pirates!" Let's pull the and posse they, together. And yeah, they get like their rakes and their cool. firemen hose. Yep. And uh, they'd have parrots and stuff and monkeys to help them. Yeah. And, yeah, they would fight back. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd always win. They'd always win. Um, so, yeah, they'd take a, f a fair beating at the start. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But then they'd always be able to, to best the enemy. Well, they'd end up looking worse than the pirates did by the of end of it. Because, you know, they'd be... Who are the real pirates? That's exactly Who right. Yeah, I think the there's a pirate in, inside of all of us. Yeah. So if, uh, you, can pay har, good, har, har. you can pay good money to get a pirate to come inside you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Um, <laughs> I do love pirates, though. There's something very... I don't know what it is about. There's a magic. Old school like pirates, a... you mean, not the modern day ones. Well, even that, though, holds a certain fascination for me. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Like the Sudanese pirates and, and everything. Like, it's still an Gangsters interesting... Gangsters of the water, yeah. Yeah, it's still an interesting thing to, it is, to yeah. be... To have a bit of a uh, be on a fly on the wall. Yeah. For that kind of... Uh, yeah, story, the way it plays out in their personal situation and drive. Well, there's been some amazing pirates over the years. Blackbeard's probably my favourite. Yeah. I just love the fact that he, he would put, like, wicks in his beard and set light to them. Yeah, so he looked even cool. scarier. That He'd have pistols cool. and knives and stuff hanging out of his belt. Whereas if you saw this guy walking down the street, say, yeah. here in Belgrade, <laughs> yeah. you'd... Uh, You'd be very quick. I'm to looking go. to come into <laughs> the air. <laughs> you look at that fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. You just laugh at Some it. Some kind of wizard, mate. Yeah. You need Arr! the hospital. You need the hospital. Um, <laughs> fucking candles in his beard. It's brilliant. Anyway, another, sorry. Yeah. No, no. no. You're right. Another uh, favourite of mine was toy soldiers. Just the no. little plastic army men, the typical green army men. Uh, Grey was always the Germans, which they were actually. They actually were Germans. They were. Um, right, yeah. And then the green were either British or American or both. Um, yeah, I it irritated me when the colours were, were somehow changed. You know, yeah, you the, get yellow ones. You get a and different stuff. brand. Yeah, you'd be like, what the, what the fuck? I remember. Get, I actually remember purchasing some uh, Japanese ones. Okay, and they were yellow, and I felt that was a little bit racist. It seems it. It does seem <laughs> yeah. it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but is that just your head? No, I think it was the people that manufactured them. <laughs> right, okay. They were probably uh, 
probably um, made in China. But they're okay. actually yeah, probably. But yeah. they're actually some of my favourites because they had like the the samurai sword, the katana and stuff ah, like that. The, right, the yes. commanders. Had a lot those. of the, yeah, the officers carried a sword. Yeah, they, they were yeah. cool. Um, I lo- yeah loved my soldiers, and Dad uh, taught me to like with the with the rug. soldiers love you too, mate. Yeah. <laughs> with the rug on the living room floor, he yep. said, you know, you can build that up to make it look like mountains and stuff. Yeah, and then set up your different bases. That was always fun. So yeah, for hours and hours and hours, I'd be on the on the floor, and I had like you know like a shopping bag. Yeah, I had like five or six shopping bags full full of. Of little plastic soldiers. soldiers, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, we we had a fair few. We had like a tub that we used to keep them in, and uh, I always like because we had. I'm fairly sure they were Australian troops. Oh, because cool. they had slouch hats on. Oh yeah, I only had a couple of those. But yeah, they were some we, of my favorites. Yeah, well they and they, they had, the had a different gun. pose as well. That's right. Yeah. So they had the Bren gun. Yeah. They had the guy crawling along the ground. Oh yeah, he with was a cool. mounted Bren gun. Yeah, like the, on, a the, pod, on a bipod. Yep. Yeah, bipod. Yeah. Um, and then you had the minesweeper guy with yeah, the metal cool. detector. Yeah, he was cool. And then there was a radio guy. And did you... Uh, the guys that would hold the binoculars and point at the same time? Yes. They were always the captain. Yeah. Always. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what are they going to do at the front line? I remember... They're just going to get shot. <laughs> That's right. I remember... Um, uh, two key things that I noticed, even as a little boy, yep. even like a little boy in England, six, seven years old on the on the rug playing with my soldiers, that how small the tanks and planes were compared to the actual soldiers. Yes. I didn't like that. The that, scale was a bit incorrect. That bugged it? me. It bugged me something shocking. And the other thing I remember is, um, you remember the sandbags and the, uh, the barbed wire fences? Yes. Plastic ones? I could never get those together, so I'd constantly take them to Dad. And be like, can you put this together? And he'd be like, yeah, so, no. so it had that funny hook system. Yeah, you know, and he was always so patient. He'd be like, yeah, no worries, mate. And he'd like click him to, which I suppose that's what I'd do as yeah, well. Yeah, but. go back to the floor now. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's yeah. busy with mummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just put the music up loud, son. That's it. Oh, um, but I like the uh, the English soldiers too, because they had the wide hat from the oh, World, they were cool. World yeah. War One, The Desert Rats. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, and they, they too, cool. and, and they had shorts a, on and stuff. They did, <laughs> but they were quite a good quality one too. They were good. So they yeah. they had a, a good definition. And Mum would always laugh, uh, or she still loves to tell the story now that she would always find soldiers in her plant pots or in the <laughs> freezer. On a mission, they, they were being tortured. The ones that were in the freezer, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they were my favourite. And then I discovered um, pretty quickly, He Man. Oh, um, yes. The cartoon first, I think, and then just fell in love with the figures, and that was it for me. He Man was just it for me for a very long time. I loved He Man. Yeah. the thing. I loved the cartoon. I loved the the toys. I loved the little comic books that came with them. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really. We didn't really ever have like a huge amount, a huge collection of He Man. Yeah. Um, he Man. I don't know if that works. He Man. Yeah, Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really loved it, and I loved making them fight each other. Oh yeah. Because they're all buff. Yeah. You could, and they were like in those quite firm poses. Yeah. So one of them would always like do a, like an uppercut. Yeah. And punch another one under the. the I was chin. A, I was a big fan of the roundhouse kick. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you could stretch the legs out and like <laughs> them, smash them. Yeah. And actually, uh, I speaking of roundhouse kicks, I developed the same thing for GI Joes. GI Joes didn't come into my life until um, I was probably about maybe ten or eleven, 
and yeah. that's I got hooked on those as well for, for probably longer than normal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's You're probably, still hooked on probably them. Probably fair to say I'm still hooked yeah. on them now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, well, um, and G.I. Joe was another one of, of the ones that we loved as well. I mean, I loved uh, Voltron, the cartoon. Oh, Voltron and was cool, yeah. When you said about something, you know, I always wanted, yeah. I would have loved to have gotten the Lion Force Voltron. Yeah, the full which set. Was like, yeah, it was a gigantic uh, toy. Which I think Glenn had. Almost had, I think. I think right. he said. Well, because uh, you could buy it as as one big thing. Yeah, I think um, he said he almost. I don't think he had the full thing. Right. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah, but more. I think there were different scale versions. So if you bought yeah. all the individual lines, that might have been the really big one. Yeah. And then you could buy this other one that was a little smaller. Yeah. Um, it, I really, I really would have loved to have one of those because I don't know. I love that show so much. Um, I remember, I remember you telling me about um, your brother. Yeah, uh, one of your brothers. Oh yeah, um, with the GI Joes that he used to swap the bodies around and the heads and the legs yeah. and all that kind of My stuff. My younger so I never, brother. I never did that, but I am tempted to give it a go now. He'd do it all the time. <laughs> He'd do it all the time. Yeah, it's he had cool. a little little chopping board on his desk. Yeah, with a little tool set. Yeah, and he would change them all the time and it would shit me to tears. <laughs> oh really? You? Oh more yeah. Of a traditionalist. And do you remember the GI Joes that weren't GI Joes? Yeah, the, the core. core. The yeah, core. The, the core were good. They called La- Lanard Core. Yeah. Well, they were good, but there was very much a lot of the same face. Oh, yeah. Poor so, man's. Poor man's G.I. Joe. Poor man's G.I. Joe. Yeah. But the good thing was it could fill out a collection. Yeah, true. And yeah. you could use some of the... Particularly the weapons were quite good. Yeah. So you could use those to sort of pack out your, your armoury. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. Um, and he used to do that as well. So he'd be swapping out everything from from those uh, from those soldiers and, yeah, having a good old time. <laughs> what would you say, looking back, what would you say was your favourite toy as a kid? Like, what was something you just... Couldn't live without. Like, I, I think I'd have to go back to the Lego though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely because, a little rounder, isn't it? Well, because it's uh, we weren't flushed with toys. I think we were. It's not that we weren't like I could say spoiled. I don't think we were. Yeah. Um, I think we had a certain amount. And yeah. You'd occasionally get like a new thing for a birthday or Christmas, and you know, together we had a, a nice crate of Lego. Yeah. That's but good. with that one crate. Of Lego, we would build so many different things. Yeah, and it's hours and hours. Of it's the amusement. toy that just keeps giving. It, well, it really is though. It like really Keith. is. Keith, Keith's a toy that keeps giving. Uh, <laughs> poor old Coy. Poor old Coy. Yeah. No, no. Um. But yeah, I, I. That's still my favorite toy. Like as an adult, I look at it and I yeah. just say, oh, yeah. that is just the best toy ever." In some ways. They never needed to make it more fancy and get all the extra bits and mouldings, yeah. but at the same time, it's still I, as versatile. I think I think it almost had to to keep up with. That's right. Because there's so many toys now. There's so there's so much. Um, I mean, even all the online stuff, you can play Lego online. Like, yeah. you know. So I think they kind of had to do something to move with the times yes. to keep the kids interested. And I think it's not. A, I'm still a bit more of a traditionalist when it comes to. Uh, Lego, but I got to say that um, having three daughters who didn't really show too much of an interest in, in what you would, you know, yeah. typically and and se- sexistly say boy toys. Yes. Um, I'd take them to Toys R Us and I'd like lean them towards, you know, Star Wars, GI Joes, um, yes. Action Man, guns, and they they <laughs> sort of just stare at me and then drag me over to the baby born and Barbie dolls and stuff like that, and yeah. that's fine. And I did play with those things with them too, but. I think with the Lego, what's been nice is that, yeah, I've 
I really enjoy playing Lego with all the kids. We, right. we still, even as a family, we still pour out the Lego over the whole table yeah. and get stuck in. You know, it's brilliant. So do we. Yeah. So I was going to say, because I think it keeps the older kids young. Yeah, yeah, because, for sure. Because, you yeah. know, the 18, the 16, the 13-year-old, and me, yeah. <laughs> we'll all get down and, and we'll just build whatever. Yeah. And it's just not. It's something very relaxing about pouring through a, a collection of Lego to try and find... You know, a certain piece that you remember you had, or yeah, exactly. There's a, yeah, it's a certain calm quality to it that you can't beat. So, so Lego, Lego is definitely, definitely, oh, definitely, definitely. I'd probably say, as a little tacker, I'd probably say soldiers yeah, were I probably knew, the yeah. biggest one for me. Yeah. Um, because even though uh, I mean, you weren't really building stuff, but the imagination behind the different scenarios that I would come up with and all that kind of stuff, and and funnily enough. Um, it wasn't always the Americans and the English that would win. It was quite often the Germans would win because right. I've always sort of thought the bad guys are kind of cool. Um, but what the bad guys... Can I just guys... make a point quickly? Yeah, yeah. We played close combat Invasion Normandy. Yep. Right? Yep. You never played the Germans. <laughs> yes, yeah, You true, said, yeah. I'm always the Americans. <laughs> I'm never the Germans. That is true. That is yeah. true. I think, yeah, it depends on the format, I suppose. Which is but... nice to give me that choice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, continue. Uh, I forgot what I was going to oh, Talking yeah. bullshit. <laughs> what the Germans would always do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they would always kill their own men. Even as a little kid, I sacrifice the front. Yeah, I, I always had this one particular German like commander captain guy who was yeah. pointing like really pointing his gun straight like his yeah. little Luger, yeah. pointing it straight out and aiming it. And he'd have all his men lined up, and like you know those guys that would just stand there with a machine gun. Yes, pretty standard. I, I'd have like you know twenty of them all lined up, all in formation, right. and then the captain would walk along and look at each one and like ask them questions right. and if he didn't like the answers to the questions he shot them yeah. <laughs> uh, but they did have that look about them so, so they were still nasty okay. nasty bastards <laughs> but they often yeah did win because I, I like a surprise ending you know right. in, in movies and stuff so right. yeah sometimes the Germans scum would win <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, well, I guess it's uh, on that note. <laughs> no, did you want to say anything else about toys, mate? Because I know that... Um, well, look, I, you know, I think it's fair to say that I'm still a big kid in a lot of ways. And, and yeah, I do like my G.I. Joes and I do like my Lego and I do like my models and all that kind of stuff. And, and I think, like you said about your, your boys, your older kids, yeah. um, it helps keep me young, I think. I, I think it's... Uh, I used to worry about it. I used to think, oh, you know got to grow up mate you got to grow up and I think there, was, there used to be people who were in my life who were constantly telling me to grow up and now I've surrounded myself with people <laughs> who don't who do encourage that, that. Yeah, you've yeah. really got your strategies <laughs> down pat uh, but yeah no I think it you know I think it helps uh, me be a big kid for the kids and stuff too I know? think so I, and I think it helps keep your perspective a little fresher yeah when you're looking at things in a more fun way like that yeah not all the time but you know when it matters yeah that's right Yeah, that's good Alright mate, well oh, I guess mate. it's time for uh, Post Apocalyptic Saga Chapter 17 Would yeah. you believe Wow like We're going, going for 17 weeks That's it mate It's a long time isn't it It's a very long time yeah. Alright, uh, recap time So, oh hang on, I'll just play a little promo Yep. This is an emergency warning The current threat level is emergency Meaning that an emergency is in progress that will affect you and you should take action now to ensure your survival. A biohazard outbreak is in progress. This has resulted in an airborne plague causing victims to be transformed into zombies. 
we're told that most of the injuries are bites, not gunshot or stab wounds, as we were led to believe earlier. We've got to be as quiet as we fucking can. If they see us, hear us, smell us, Okay, so recap time. Um, uh, we, I won't, we won't go on, to, you know, recap too no, much. Let's not elaborate too much on this one because I, I think the people that are listening are really listening, you know, and are really interested in. The, they already uh, know what happened last time, and that's they've right. been waiting on tenderhooks. So if you remember last time, me and Glenn just narrowly escaped getting eaten by cannibals. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we climbed onto uh, the fire escape on the side of a building and Did making our way down and lo and behold it just fucking fell away from the building and collapsed and left us unconscious yes. on the ground Indeed, below. So we've fallen a good four or five stories but because of the way the fire escape fell sort of it crumbled sort of, and tipped. Yeah, yeah, on a 45 hit the building next to it and it all sort of collapsed down. So yeah. I think we're lucky to have what lived. What a terrifying moment though. Fuck that yeah, been. yeah, yeah. But, but we were, it was either the cannibals or we go down and we went yeah. down and yeah, unfortunately uh, gave way. So we're unconscious at the bottom of a building. Yep. So that's where we're at. Where okay. are you at? Or where is your story at? Oh, well, we've got a three-pronged thing going on. That's so it, we have... Yeah. Uh, the the larger new group because we have uh, all these survivors that were in the Rise Militia camp uh, in Wangaratta, and we've uh, their one of the brothers, one of your brother-in-laws with their wife, is escorting them th- uh, back through Mamunji yep. to meet up with the Godless ones, and then head south to the Dargo High Plains. That's it, Dargo. Um, I was trying to think of it today, Dargo High Plains. That's yep. Um, so, well, there's a town called Dargo, and that's it's in the area, sort of known as the Dargo High Plains, and there's a highway that runs through there. So, it's in the high country, basically, in sort of mid east Victoria. If yep. you're curious to have a look. Uh, the the other brothers with their wives and some of the other people that have volunteered to be a part of the more militant group have uh, rearmed the workers' bus, you know, reinforced it, and also taken the bush ranger. Yeah. Um, gone to wage war. To, gone to wage war. Yes. Or did I already say that the workers' bus had gone with the family? I forget. You can tell me. You can correct me. But yeah, they've oh. taken the bush ranger APC. Yeah, I think it was only the bush ranger that was heading up to yeah. Papua wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. they've but there's 15 of them. Yeah. And they're heading uh, roughly southwest from Wangaratta. So hang on. So I say wage war, but are they are they actually going to kick some ass, or are they going to go and try? They and... want to know more. So yeah, they're not yeah, like okay. they're not just going in stupidly. Going in just stupid, like they yeah. did with attacking the Rise Militia. Yes, it was heavy handed and yep. brazen, yep. but they did think it out. Yeah. So I think it's good. with that same approach. That's good. Uh, I have uh, emerged from the the mine shaft, climbed up. And my broken but sort of yeah, you're a twisted, reanimated kind of body, twisted wreck of a reanimated man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've somehow remembered that we that we covered up the ATV and trailer yeah. up the top of the the gorge, and I've headed off into the bush. Now, so so, so you've got so you're sort of. Um, just heading off that like you don't have a particular I don't really direction. have a plan I just because I can't find anyone and because I'm probably fairly uh, disorientated I yeah. think from the, the experience of sort of this continuing mutation uh, but my mind is fairly intact but I've been knocked out down a mine shaft for several days as yeah. well so I'm probably starving probably dehydrated um, 
and my body's done all these weird things. Yeah. So I think I'm very much in this kind of uh, trance-like state where I'm not really quite sure what's real and what's not, but I'm alive. And I probably, in my mind, the, the core thing is like, oh, I've got to find my family, got to find my family. Yeah. Got to find my family. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and so that's where we left off there. So back yep. to you, mate. Um, okay, so unconscious, right? Yes. Now, I want to do a bit of a rock, paper, scissors here. Yeah. I'll so you can help me out with that. I can. So both There's Glenn one thing I can definitely do. <laughs> both Glenn and I, we've fallen yeah. down. We're both unconscious. Yes. However... Glenn wakes up first. Okay. Right? So he's awake and he's sort of come to and he's sort of looking around. He's all a bit disorientated at first. He looks up and he sees sort of the wreck of where, where we've fallen from. He's looking around at all the carnage, all the twisted steel and bricks and stuff like that. Yep. Um, he can faintly hear the screaming of the cannibals up on the roof still. Ooh. There's a dead one next to us. Oh, um, right. So one came down with us. Yes, the rest the is sort of up at the top going... <laughs> Carrying on. I like how manic they went. Oh, once yeah, they yeah. The taste they, once blood. they got the taste for blood, isn't yeah. it? Um, now, he can also see, so it's dark now, yep. um, he can also see a set of headlights coming down the laneway where we are oh, okay. towards us, very slowly, but coming towards us. Right. So he's like, fuck, we've got, we got to go. Fuck, we got to go. He looks at me. I'm still out cold. Now, he starts trying to slap my face to wake me up. Now, we'll do the rock, paper, scissors. Right. And if I win, I wake up. Okay. If I don't win, if you win, yeah. um, Glenn just leaves. Glenn just leaves? Glenn just leaves. Okay. Because he's thinking, well, I can't fucking carry him, so I'm going to have to just take off. Well, All right? Okay. <laughs> so again, so rock, paper, scissors, I'm unconscious. Right. Glenn's woken up, rock, paper, scissors. If I win, rock, paper, scissors, I wake up. Okay. If I lose, don't Glenn, wake up. Glenn takes Glenn off. Glenn takes off into the dark. Okay, ready? One, two, three. I win. So scissors. I did scissors. Warren got paper. So I wake up. You wake up. Okay. Okay. So Glenn slapped me. I'm relieved. I'm actually slapping my face right now. Can you hear that? He's definitely not slapping anything. I'm not fapping. Um, Okay. So I wake up and Glenn's like, "Fuck, we gotta go, man. We gotta go." And I'm still sort of all out of it. So so he sort of helps me up to my feet and we just basically start hobbling away as the lights get closer and closer and closer. Um, we, we take a few turns trying to lose them and then bang we slap into straight into some more headlights I'm like fuck no. so then we go into a building Glenn's like come on man in here we go into a building it's all dark in there we sort of lay low for a minute sort of hoping that no one's going to find us and no one's going to see us and, and or even come looking for us but we see torches we see more lights shit. like shit what are we going to do and, and Glenn's just like just be quiet we'll just stay still hopefully they'll just go straight past us they won't find us we sort of hide out under a bench thing in a, in a, in a, in a counter in an old shop and we just lay in there trying to hold our breath more lights we hear some hushed sort of voices I'm pretty sure they went in here I'm pretty sure I saw two figures yeah two figures went to this building more torches more lights and I'll leave it there Oh jeez, man! <laughs> I like the little snapshots. Oh, <laughs> it's infuriating. Yeah, it keeps uh, keeps you guessing. So you and Glenn are holding each other. Yep. Yep. Under <laughs> a bench. Counter. Yeah. You're right. Trying to be as quiet as possible, and we don't know if it's Rise or who the fuck it is. Well, yes, that's it. There's there's a lot of unknowns there. Yep. Okay, so 
I've decided that today I'm not going to deal with the family heading south to Dargo. Yep. They're on their way. Yep. It's, that's a fair way. It's a couple of hundred kilometres. Yeah, okay. They've got a big um, trek ahead of them. So they've got a fair trek, and, and I'm going to assume for the moment so that yep. it's a much emptier uh, course of like travel to go south. So have there. they got the godless ones with them? Yep, yep. So yeah, the, okay. the brother, they're basically, let's assume they've gone to Mamanji, they've spoken to them. Now, whether all of the godless ones or a few of them have decided to go, they're pretty decent people, like I said last time, so I think that they've probably decided to go with them and thought, no, this is a good cause and there's a lot of people. Um, so, you know, one of them's going to drive one of the other vehicles and, yeah. Yep. So they're going to make their way down to Dargo and that's I'm not going to deal with that string of the story at this point. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we have the, uh, the brothers. Yep. And the 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 bushranger vehicle heading southwest on the Hume Freeway. Um, they're trying to monitor radio chatter and uh, crosstalk and see if they can sort of build up a bit of a, an idea of what's going on and how many people are out there and, and the actual what the intentions are of these rise militia. All they know at this point is that they wanted to to capture people and you know cordon them off and and divide them from yeah. the mutants and the sick and all this. So we really don't know a whole lot other than what's happened to us and assume that they want to do the same. So they're trying to sort of monitor the cross chat as they sort of head carefully down southwest. Um, now through the cross chat, they also they intercept some speak about a, a convoy uh, heading southwest as well in the Hume, but it's slower because they've got uh, like a big fuel tanker with them um, heading from you know a place where they've <laughs> refined the fuel and bring it in but heading down to this Puckapunyal base. So they're bringing in more fuel for some of these vehicles because I'm assuming they've got a fair uh, stash of equipment they there. They would, yeah. It's a, it's a huge training ground and base, so we can only assume the kind of equipment they've got in store. I'm talking tanks, probably aircraft, helicopters, other APC vehicles, all sorts of stuff. So they, they intercept this cross-chat of a convoy heading southwest. There's basically two bush rangers and this truck and they're all heading that way, and they decide they're going to uh, they're going to ambush it on the highway. Oh, cool, yeah. Cool. Uh, so we're getting real bad, Max. Mac, now, yeah, yeah. Max <laughs> yep, definitely came to mind there. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so what they do is they they get uh, they wait sort of through dusk. They try to make find the intersect point where they're going to be able to slip in behind this convoy. They're going to drive without their lights on and make sure it's after the sun has set. So it's a much quieter presence and stay yep. a little bit back. Um, and then the... But they'd also dropped off uh, a couple of their number up ahead as well. They're, they're bloody efficient. This, yeah, it's uh, good. I like group it. Group of brothers, yeah. <laughs> they know how to, 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 to get out. an ambush. Yep. Yeah. So they've they've basically fashioned up a roadblock further down the road. Um but it's an obvious one as well. So the convoy will slow up and not just go sort of crashing through it. They're going to stop. Yep. Um, and then as they do, so they're approaching this uh, this roadblock that part of the number have set up ahead of them. And then you've got the bush ranger behind them. Everything starts to slow up and then they start to overtake and basically hammer the bush ranger from the side, oh, like shit. almost immediate side of it. Yeah. With gunfire through the driver's uh, window, right, um, killing the driver, yeah, and killing the the person that's sitting next to them. They don't kill anyone else on the bush ranger because it is an armored vehicle, so everyone else is pretty much inside. Protected, yeah. One guy on top, he starts firing shots off on the he, fifty cal. 
That's right. Yep. So it sort of hammers a, a few motherfucking huge holes <laughs> into the side of the the other bush ranger. Yep. But you've got both fifty cows. Oh, so you've got one. Let's say one of the wives is up on yeah. top, <laughs> cool. firing on one of the fifty cows Jesus from that Christ. one. And so a they, shootout with fifty cows. I That's hate to say intense. it. It rips. Both of them apart. Oh fuck yeah! So the two gunners on the roof, yeah, shredded. So one of the wives and, and obviously one of the troops on the top of the other one. I won't say any names. But... No, no, we, we won't say names. <laughs> but but sadly, it they are literally so torn dead. to bits. Yeah, as you would. <laughs> if you've ever seen Rambo Four, there's a section where he swings a fifty cal around yeah. and shoots at the driver. That's it. And they and literally just, shredded to pieces yeah, just against the windscreen. Meat and gore. There's just uh, ah. Yeah. So that's what happens to these two. They get spread all over the human freeway. Uh, it's funny, but horrific. Yeah, yeah, horrific. Time. But but also both bush rangers have got these big, like, you know, cola can shaped holes. Yeah. In the side where it's punched through. Someone's been hit in the arm. Someone's been hit in the leg. Wow. A couple of people in the Rise Militia one have been. Have, one got hit in the artery in the thigh. Ah. So bleeding out all over the Blood floor. Everywhere. So I'm so guessing the uh, one of the the, the the husband of the sister-in-law would go nuts. Yeah, yeah. So he's basically jumped up, uh, not sort of thinking too hard about it, and grabbed the 50 cal again. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then launches into fire up towards the front yep. to take out the other bush ranger. Jesus. Now, because they're not as prepared, they don't really know what's going on as clearly. Because, I mean, this is all taking place probably within 20 or 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, the shots from this one hit it pretty squarely in the whole back area. So it takes out both tyres, rips through the back uh, panels of the, the APC. Jesus. Pretty much lays waste to everyone inside. Yeah. You know, within a matter of seconds. So then you've just got the truck, right? We're going to leave it there for that branch okay, of the story. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. So we've got the truck still trying to move, yeah. but very slowly because you've got a, a yeah, disabled to, APC in front. Way through, yeah. You've got a completely fucked up one behind, yep. and you've got the people arming the truck still piloting it. Okay. They've just got to get through the roadblock, they've got to get through the, the wreckage, yep. and we've still got this pretty mangled bushranger that we have yep. pursuing them. Uh, with a maniacal brother on top with a 50 cal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Stop there. Move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. So I'm riding through the, the bush on the APC with the trailer. ATV. Not, yep. Sorry, ATV. That's all right. A lot of APCs. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of uh, letters floating around. <laughs> There's all these branches. AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> well, i got no weapons. MP3. Anyway, it's, it's, it's the same time of day. It's like dusk. It's just after dusk. I'm still kind of really moving a bit too quickly probably through the bush. Um, I see some sort of, it looks like flame lights up ahead, maybe a few hundred metres up in the darkness. Yep. So I increase my speed. All of a sudden, I'm whipped off the, the, the bike. I'm clotheslined yep. by like a cable that's been spre- uh, stretched between two trees. Oh, Jesus. Um, and it literally catches On me. On purpose, someone yes. stretched that. Okay, yes. yep, yep. Uh, and, and I've been flung backwards. Oh, Yep. And obviously a huge wound in the neck oh, and the shoulders. Yeah, I can feel that. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> and the uh, and the ATV and trailer careen off into a tree. Yeah. Uh, let's not say the trailer's destroyed, but the ATV is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the trailer just sits there neatly after. The trailer's a lot stronger because it is a lot Keith stronger. Keith made that. That's right. And like we said, he's, he's pretty practical. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I awake, hung upside down. On a cross, made uh, like a, an X cross, yep. made of uh, logs, uh, in the middle of a circle of people, yep. 
uh, sitting there very calmly and serenely, cross-legged, and uh, with the the light of candles, Kumbaya, tea lights. Yes, my lord. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, with tea lights, candles, <laughs> oh, uh, wow. flame torches. Oh, there's, a, there's hundreds of lights behind them. Yeah. And that lights the scene. Yeah. And I'm hung upside down on this uh, on this X uh, in the middle of this this group of people. Um, so and they're they, like religious fanatics, are yes. they? Yes. Wow, okay. So what it is is a, a commune. Yeah. Uh, and they start to, to talk. But basically what had happened is that the 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 bike killed the uh, the village minstrel. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike the minstrel. Gabriel. Um, and they're very, very cross. <laughs> they're yeah. very upset about it. Um, so but they gonna, also did purposely catch me. So, so I don't they're going to sing this, some so. songs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one's singing. It's it's actually oh. deathly silent. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah. but they are of that kind of look. So it's yeah. an alternative community. Are they kind of monkish? Like they've got you know like Hessian sort of uh, very simple robes. clothing, yeah. sort of flowing locks. Like it. Uh, they look serene, but obviously the, the, there's an air of menace. Is there any kind of mutation with them? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But. What I do notice all around me from being upside down... Are they hipsters? <laughs> there's a lot of glasses. There's a lot of beards. Um, Ned Kelly beards. No, they're, they're, they're outside of the circle. I can see because of the hundreds of lights that are already lit. There's probably half a dozen or more other X-shaped uh, crosses sitting in a field. And from each of them, I can see the uh, carcasses yep. of other mutants... Hung Jesus. upside oh, down, Jesus, yeah. uh, and dead, All very, just, very oh, dead, fuck. yeah, okay, very dead. Um, so I'm like, oh, are they slightly eaten? Fuck, <laughs> no, it just looks like they've they've been left to rot there. Yeah, okay. Well, so they proceed to tell me that um, because of the plague on humanity that this disease is, they're going to bleed me out to uh, to appease Mother Earth to purify you. Yeah, bleed yeah. me out into the into the the dirt. Wow. So the blood of the mutant will appease. So they've lost their fucking minds. Oh yeah, completely. So unlike the godless ones, well, they're, they, they're the god look, ones. They already lost their mind. They become vegan, a vegan, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. vegetarian. And if you're a vegan. You've lost your fucking mind. <laughs> Apologies to any vegans. <laughs> they don't eat any fucking yeah. meat or animal products. Yeah. No, no. And uh, but so they really this mutation thing is like is a real um, plague on humanity. Jesus. And they feel that the best way to deal with it is to bleed out the blood of the mutants into the earth wow. to appease its anger. So they've got definitely got their own way of viewing the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's basically rock, paper, scissors. Oh, okay, yeah. To see if they cut my throat. Okay, in this or, episode. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. Or if something's gonna happen. Woo-wee, which will happen it? which will happen regardless. Yep. But it will just depend on whether I'm, I live or not. Okay, okay. So okay. I reckon, well, if you win, then you live. Yeah. If I win, they're going to cut I, you I'm throat. bled out into the dirt. Out. All right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh! I'm dead. I just did rock and Warren did scissors. <laughs> they're the, uh, these nutcases, the God-fearing fucking nut vegan <laughs> assholes. Uh, yeah, and just stood up. Yeah, have, have run a blade across my neck. Wow. And left and bled me to, you out. And left me to bleed out. Fucking hell. Into the dirt. Upside down. I feel... I feel a mixture of things. I'm, I feel a mixture of excitement yeah. that that was so dramatic, yeah. but also sadness that you're dead. Yeah. So you're fucking dead. I'm dead, mate. 
Fuck. You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Big Waz the Mutant. Well, it was either way. It's fucking done it before. dead. Chapter yeah. 17, post apocalyptic saga of the Fly the Wall podcast. Big Waz is dead, guys. I don't know what to say. Any parting words? <laughs> My parting words, well, not, not from me. But. Yeah, you're fucked. But. All of a sudden. Uh, a figure comes crashing into the, the middle of the camp, roaring, yep. <laughs> and pushes the, uh, the the exit I'm hung on over. So I'm, I'm laying there, still bleeding out from the jugular, into the dirt, and all the people are freaking out, and the, like all the lights light him up. It's Keith. Okay, there! That's where I'll leave it for today. He's back! He didn't die in the mine shaft. No. Excellent. Excellent. That's it. And he's horny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking vegans are for it. Oh, Jesus. The vegans are in trouble. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was, uh, I, I would story. say, it, well, hard to say, really, because obviously you died. <laughs> yeah, but I'd that's say that's right. probably one of the best uh, episodes from you. Oh, well, um, thanks. To date, I'd say. Oh, yeah, thank you. That was really good. That okay, was really cool. I really like the. That's uh, the a lot sh- longer than yours. So I'm sorry out. to anyone who no, likes no. the short and sharp. No, no, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. the little. I'm enjoying the thirty the second grabs of, of what's yeah. happening with me because I feel like there's a lot going on. So I kind of wanted to sort of slow it down yeah. to really sort of uh, give the the listeners a uh, an insight into fuck this. Well, like, you couldn't get put them put them there, you know. Yeah. You really couldn't get two, uh, two more different story uh, sort of threads. Yeah, really. well, but uh, but then I love the action. I love the shootout between the fifty cows. That was, oh yeah, that was epic. <laughs> <laughs> I could that, really see it. I could really see that it. That actually wasn't planned. That literally, oh. I had a rough idea of um, the the direction of the story. Okay, yeah. but all the details just came about as we talked. Well, the well, that's so, cool. Well, yeah. the the um, when you said about you running into that, oh wire, yeah, that, that was yeah. garrote wire almost. That yeah. reminded me of uh, when I was in grade four, so I was nine years old. Me and my friend John, uh, we were uh, running around his back garden, just you know playing army or whatever we were yeah. doing, and I didn't see it, but there was a clothesline. At neck height, oh. and it was one of those, you know, those twisted wire that what a yeah, yeah. cable. That's um, what I visualised for this. Yeah, cable, yeah, like is that high cable tensile wire? sort of high tensile wire. Yeah, and yeah. um, that was going straight. I didn't even see it, and it when I ran like full <laughs> pelt as fast as yeah. a nine year old can run. Oh, I ran straight into it, and it went right across my Adam's apple. Wow. And I didn't know the the worst part. Well, it was fucking painful, but one of the worst things was I didn't know. Because I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was happening to me. Wow. Suddenly, this I felt this excruciating pain across my throat. And then I was flipped and on the ground on my back, winded as well. Yeah. So I was winded. And then John's come running over. He's like, the fuck, what happened? And I had like this big slash across my my neck, like a big blistered sort of uh, wow. slash. Yeah, that was fucking intense for a nine-year-old. So that brought all that p- I uh, did, PTSD I, back to you. came into my eye. I started yeah. getting sweaty and... Well, I'm a little sad that I perished, but I I thought me too. Yeah, the high stake stuff is is where it's well, exciting. That's where we're at to. That's where that's we're up it. to now, though. You, you know, know like can't, you, we can't keep getting out of things. We're no, gonna have. It can't be Namby Pamby. That's right. There's got to be. There's got to be things that happen. That so you're the. Our so you're the first death for the four of us. Yes, because I mean Keith's pretty fucked, but he's still alive. Ah, <laughs> yes. Well, we'll see. About so that, now, obviously, you'll continue his story. Yes, I will. Um, which will be interesting. Yeah. Um, that's what I figured. I figured. Well, either way. Yeah. We're either together. Yeah. Or, or you know, whatever happens. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's around, Fuck. you know. I can, yeah, yeah. Jesus Warren. So there wow. we go. Yeah, dead. Fuck, dead. <laughs> Bled out into the dirt by a cult. 
Yeah, I want to fucking yeah. get some vengeance on these assholes yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. vegan cunts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, east of the Rhine, as we yeah, always say. Rhine, but yeah. Nothing oh. better than a fucking steak. Big a bloody steak. Burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just cut its horn off, horns off, wipe its ass, it's ready. <laughs> yeah, I've never really liked that description. Nah, nah, I like I'd probably um, choose the tofu burger over that. Oh, really? Over what, cutting the horns off and wiping oh, yeah, its yeah. ass. Well, yeah. Probably me too, I think. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like um, probably medium rare, I'd go. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of blood in the middle. Yeah, you like yeah. that? Like yeah. the blood? But some people like it, they call it blue, where it's just fucking yeah, I know. just slightly seared they on just each put side. It in, a, in a warm room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just burp on that, will you, mate? <laughs> Done. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, anyway, epic, so uh, epic episode. I think it was a great episode. Uh, any final thoughts, Warren? Uh, no, no, I enjoyed that. That was good. We covered That's everything good. from coming into the air <laughs> to right. uh, crime punishment, toys, uh, <laughs> amic- uh, amputee fetishes, <laughs> um, toys, Lego, yep. and uh, your death in the post-apocalyptic and my death, saga. Yeah. Wow, heavy, heavy going. Fucking hell. Yeah, going. I feel a little bit sad, Warren. That's all right, mate. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what it's for. I know? had visions of eventually seeing you across a field. Yeah. And running at you and just singing, For you are my lady, <laughs> and you I am a man. your man. That's Celine Dion, isn't it? And That's beautiful. Whenever you reach for me, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's well, the power you know what? Of you can sing that anyway to mourn me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. At your funeral, yeah. at your wake, at whatever you do, your Some memorial, big bonfire. Memorial. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like Keith might fucking devour you next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel sorry for all these vegans. Yeah, they're in trouble. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah. What, well, I mean, it's your story, but yeah. I think with his warped mind, he's yes. got some vague semblance of like, hang on, well, I think we were like mates, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then he, but he's just angry. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just going to well, tear we'll shit see. up. We'll see, we'll see. There's we'll some see. developments on that front. Or he's just going to rape them and oh, kill geez. them. Or vice versa. Well, let's hope ah. that the judicial system looks after that in the appropriate manner. Yeah, that's right. If yeah. he commits those yeah, atrocious crimes. No mandatory crimes. sentence for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just need to be put down. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, yeah, a fairly long much. one, so I hope you uh, managed to stick it out with us. Um, again, uh, you can email us, theflyonthewallpodcast11 at gmail. Uh, please, you know, spread the word. Uh, tell your friends at work. Tell your mum. Um, <laughs> tell your dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, climb on top of a McDonald's restaurant and just scream it at everyone who walks into the building. Yeah. Uh, Find the wall podcast! <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good week, everybody. Look Bye. after yourself. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.
begins a post-apocalyptic saga chapter. Oh man! Oh, is it seventeen or eighteen? It might be 18. <laughs> Fuck. Don't rely on us for information <laughs> ever. The shit, man. The, so the post-apocalyptic saga, uh, in case you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, is a, uh, a story, a, a podcast story that Warren and I have come up with um, about me, Warren, Glenn and Keith, essentially. Glenn and Keith are our good buddies. Um, they've also been on the podcast a couple of times. Um we're as family members as well, but it's essentially about us four. Uh, and yeah, basically the world has been hit, or well, as far as we know, the world has been hit by what we thought was the Ebola plague, but it's really turned into some weird thing that's turned people into <laughs> mutants and all sorts of shit. Um, yeah, so if you want to... We wanna... know as much now as we did back then. <laughs> Pretty much. If you want to, um, uh, you know, start from the beginning, it's episode six of the Fly on the Wall podcast, seven. is it? Seven. Why do I keep thinking it's six? I don't know. So episode seven, go all the way back there and you'll hear chapter one of the post-apocalyptic saga and then you can just keep going from there. Um, okay, so recap, Warren. Okay, so a lot happened in the last episode. The, the main thing... Well, the main thing was I died. You were Warren's dead. Yeah, yeah I, killed I was, by uh, a bunch of fucking... Yeah, I was windmilled on, on a cable stretched between two trees, hung up in the middle of a, a commune cult oh, kind of village. Vegan religious nutcases. Uh, where there were other carcasses of mutants as well, yeah. and they cut my throat to bleed me into the soil Jesus to uh, satisfy the... Hunger of uh, Mother Earth Mother and Earth, her yeah. anger at the world, <laughs> and uh, at the very well, oh, my the last, oh, my Lord. at the very last moment of uh, of that episode, Keith came crashing back. Yes, yeah, right. Into the story. That's it. Pushed over the cross that I was hung on, and is roaring in the firelight. That's where we left off that. And the brothers, of course, yep. have uh, ambushed a convoy. Well, some have, some have done that. Well, yes, look, the other, there's one uh, brother and his wife who have travelled with the godless ones and the rest of the people that they've rescued from Wangaratta and also the family that were back in the mines. And they're going to head down to Dargo, which is uh, sort of southeast into the high plain country. Um, and then the other brothers, who are more militant, have decided to be a little more proactive, have uh, taken a bushranger uh, APC and onto the Hume Freeway and ambushed a convoy that was heading southwest, uh, perhaps towards Puckapunyal Army Base. Uh, and they've, bl- well, riddled two other bushrangers with 50 cal bullets. Uh, one of the brothers' beloved wives has actually been shredded to pieces. Yep. Uh, and he's gone nuts and completely obliterated the other bushranger at the front of the convoy. And then we left it there with the truck still to go. That's, right. that's our update. How about yourself? Uh, so, uh, Glenn and I, we've escaped from the cannibals as best we can by going down a fire escape, but that's collapsed and uh, sent us hurtling down. Um, I'm, We're both knocked out, but Glenn comes to and uh, he's trying to wake me up, and then suddenly there's some headlights coming down the alleyway towards us, and that's where it was left with me. Indeed. Okay, I'll go first. Oh, please do. So Glenn's like slap my face, Luke, 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 because there's headlights coming. He doesn't know who it is. Is it? Is it these rise guys? Is it more cannibals? Is it fucking who knows? Is yeah. it more people like the player? Like we just don't know. So we're just scared. We just want to. He just wants to get us away. That's all your bloody as needs. best as we can. <laughs> and then I, I slowly start to wake up, 
as just as it, like Glenn starts to drag me again, come on, man, come on, come on, wake up, let's go. But the truck's right there, we hear footsteps, and then from behind us, another set of traffic, uh, set of headlights beams on us. We're like, fucking what? We're surrounded. But from this second vehicle that's turned up in the night, suddenly gunfire. <laughs> and we're just caught in the middle of it. Like, what the fuck? So Glenn just pushes me down. Says, stay down, stay down, stay down. Play dead, play dead. So we're just laying there going, what the shit? And then the, the first vehicle that turned up starts shooting back as well. So we're sandwiched between these two cars that are basically trading off shots against each other. Bang, 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 bang. Back and forth, back and forth. And we're just laying as low as we possibly can worried that if we put our head up we're just going to get blown apart anyway so the second vehicle of of people they finally managed to outdo the first vehicle if you're with me and the first vehicle backs off takes off speeds away uh limps away basically and then we hear more footsteps and we're like shit we're thinking the worst we're thinking we don't know who these people are they're just shadowy figures coming towards us with guns but they're not shooting us they come over and say, are you okay, guys? And we're like, uh, yeah, who are you? And they're like, we're with the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Come with us if you want to live. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we're like, what? And, like, and, and it's a girl talking to us, and yeah. we vaguely recognise the voice. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a surprise. We vaguely yeah. recognise yeah, the voice. that from? From the CDC Woo-hoo! message. <laughs> yeah! She's like, come on, come on, just come with us. We'll look after you. Everything's okay. We saw, we've seen what's been going on. We've been tracking you for a while. Been tracking you since the casino. We just wanted to make sure that you were, you were, you weren't you know one of the mutants. You weren't yeah. one of the rise. You weren't one of the cannibals. You you seem like you're good guys. Now come with us. Honestly, and now that we've been watching you but, on your jocks for the last couple of days. <laughs> yes, yeah. but we've got to go quick because when there's one when there's one vehicle of rise, there's more. Right. Like, yep, okay, no worries. So we jump in the car with them uh, into the back of the van. It's like a combi van. Um, but it's all like sort of armoured up as yep. best it can That's be. That's the only way to go. As, absolutely, a, absolutely. With a militia kind of, you know, resistance van. Yeah, and there's, and we get in the van. So there's there's the girl and she introduces herself as Rose. Yep. She sort of seems the leader of, of the little pack. Very good. I can yep. see what you've done there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, also, uh, there's also another girl called Blue. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, a little uh, a, a younger girl there, a blonde girl, who oh, yeah. just introduced herself as Bubble. Okay. So we're like, yeah, cool, cool. Right. No worries. Wonderful. And there's sort of an old grizzled dude yeah. sitting in the back as well, and yeah. he just answers the name of Outback. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. What an eclectic collection of people. Yeah, and they're just like, you're in safe hands, you're in safe hands. And then we just uh, we just take off, and we're like... We, we, straight away, we, we our gut instinct says we're okay. We're okay. going to be okay with these people. That's great. So they give us water, they give us a bit of grub, and we start. We just start throwing questions at them, saying, "So what's going on? What's going on?" And they say, "Look, we, we, we'll take you back to our base. Um, um, basically, we've got like an underground sewer base." Um, very Teenage Mutant Ninja, to- uh, uh, Ninja <laughs> yeah. Turtle style. Yeah, uh, we'll take you back there and we'll explain everything. And I'll leave it there. Cool. So they're in the they're in the sewer system, the stormwater system. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. awesome. Yep, I like it. That's cool. I like <laughs> that. I like that idea. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well, I like that there's a combi involved. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing's lifted. An orange, in my view. I feel like it's an orange one. Oh, it'd have to be an orange <laughs> combi, surely. Yeah. No, that's great, mate. Excellent. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> no worries, Warren. Yeah. Over to you. 
Okay, so Keith, who has, of course, uh, well, it, it turns out, and you know, there's no other way of knowing this other than this is just the narration. Uh, he's been effectively tracking me for a couple of days, following my my scent or my tracks or a combination of the two. Now, just um, just to refresh my mind yes. again. So Keith is full mutant now, isn't he? He he's well, an unhinged mutant. He fell well. He fell all the way down this mine shaft. That's right. Who knows how deep that was? Yep. His body has been broken in as you know more than what happened to me. So I, yeah. I obviously broke quite a lot of uh, of limbs and everything. Yeah. Then the infection, the disease, had had repaired it to a point where it was still functioning and I was alive and. But Keith, and Keith's okay. on a whole different level. He's a whole different level. But so he, and also his mind's pretty much gone. Yes, because he was well, basically going to rip uh, Pappy apart, wasn't he? He was. But you I, I feel like I think what's happened now is because, like with me, yeah. because my body suffered so much damage and I had that arm cut off, and it, my mind hadn't turned. What this has done has somehow pulled back a little bit of his consciousness, okay, and stopped the the. Uh, the meltdown, I suppose. Okay. The complete loss of himself. He is a mess. <laughs> but he's obviously um, smart he enough still... to track you. That's right. Yeah, okay. So I feel like there's he's really wrestling yeah. with this uh, other side. So I think there's he's going to have to come up with some way of managing uh, this other yeah. side, this so, animalistic so physically, side. He's full mutant. He's fucked. Mentally, he's a bit jekyll The only hide. thing you can recognise is Keith is one eye and yep. the bald spot on the back of his head. And his ninja tattoo. <laughs> and his ninja tattoo. <laughs> yeah. but, but he's even, um, because he fell so far, yep. all of his limbs are effectively double-jointed. Jesus. Because he broke everything. Yep. So his legs are actually like reversed. Jesus. So he has like hind legs. Yeah. Um, and like a dog's legs. Yes. Wow. Okay. So he had, but his forearm because he had that big mutant arm as well. Yeah. The other arm's kind of gone all fucked up and mangled, but it's all uh, I, kind of. Can I just say? Yeah. I feel like I would like Keith more as a person <laughs> if he was like. If he that. was messed up. Yeah, like I would that. hang out with him all the time. Well, maybe just have a chat with him, see what <laughs> yeah, you can come mate, up with. Yeah. Let's just go down the street. <laughs> can you dress up as a mutant for me? Um, but yeah, like he's even got like a huge gash on one side of his head, but it's it's got teeth. Yep. So it's like it's become a mouth. So the, the mutation has like done its own thing. Yeah. So wherever there's a wound or a break or a, an abrasion, a bra- yeah. anything like that, it's just done it's, what it can it's to make done it. something different. So if you oh, think yeah, of now. the thing, yeah. the movie, the thing, yeah. And as soon as it hit the dogs, yeah, it started to it become something else. Something so of that, yeah. There's like a flesh plant almost. Oh God. So it's not quite of that extreme, yeah. But there's elements of that idea. So there's lots of sinew and muscle that's showing through skin. Yeah. It's torn through, um, but he's he's working. You know, he's alive. Yeah. Anyway, so he does a. a great guttural roar because he can see that I have been killed so he knows that You're well enough yeah do the guttural roar <laughs> fantastic yeah uh, and the first thing he does the first thing he does before doing anything else is he starts to attack everybody in that circle in, in a maniacal crazed fashion he grabs one by the throat with one arm, rips puts his out. hand under the top of the, the jaw oh, yeah. and rips the mouth 
completely open oh, yeah. from the guy. top and then pushes down yeah. so their spine comes up through the mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. He, he takes another one by the arms and literally smashes them against a tree so they almost fold in half. Perfect. Uh, he, t- he takes another one by the legs because they've all been sitting there cross-legged, of course, the vegans, um, and and almost torn them in half. <laughs> the vegans. <laughs> by the legs. He's almost torn them in half yep. because of the violence of the way that he's swinging them around. Are they fighting back or are they kind of just sitting there going... I think there's such shock because yeah. they'd obviously ambushed me and these other mutants, I'm assuming they probably had a chance to ambush them as well. Yep. So they set it up. Yep. His appearance was so sudden and unexpected because they were too busy killing me that they really don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so they're just screaming. Now, I'll just make this point. Everyone in this particular circle, they're all adults. If there's any children around, they run into the forest. They're okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're an ethical podcast. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... No women are kids. He, he's torn this person in half by the legs, and then he's using the leg as a club. Oh, Jesus. And he's smashing their skulls in. Um, there's probably 15 dead by the time <laughs> wow. he's done. And wow, this, he's efficient. This takes a matter of maybe a, a couple of minutes. Yep. He chases them off. He smashes them into the tree trunks. It's it's finished. It's an absolute bloodbath. But then as soon as that violence and carnage is done, he comes over and he is downtrodden and yep. broken and sad. But Hang on, were you still, you still upside down? No, I'm f- remember he pushed the cross over. Oh, that's it, that's it. It's yeah, on yeah, the ground yeah, and I'm yeah. bleeding. There's this huge pool of blood. But you are dead. I'm dead. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's this good, huge good. Pool- <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, that needed to happen, Warren. Um, huge pool of blood and I'm just out. The- he basically kind of gives it an animalistic whimper. <laughs> and then plunges, plunges his claw into my chest. Jesus. And tears out my heart. <laughs> and then... And eats it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Immediately. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> uh, I, I think in some kind of like strange way of thinking that's keeping me okay with, with or him. something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Some sort of strange way of looking at it. Fucking hell, Keith. Um, yeah. <laughs> then flips me over. I like it that his name's Keith. Keith and- the mutant. <laughs> <laughs> So straight legs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he does a bit of the predator on my back, uh, reaches into the lower back and pulls out my spine and skull in one very messy, explosive uh, yeah. movement. Uh, and then... And keeps that. Keeps it. Yep. As a kind of a, a talisman, a, a memory. Yeah. Uh, but also as a club. Yep. And, and so off he goes into the forest, like lumbering, because he is actually quite sad. Yeah. But he's got he's eaten my heart, he's got my spine and skull, and he's lumbering off. So the, the anger has left him. The anger he's just has sad left. Now. Yeah. now he's sad, and he's just wandering off into the forest. So is he is he um, is he got a direction, or is he just no? At this point, he's just bush. headed off into okay. the bush. Okay. So yeah. we'll leave Keith Fuck there. Hell. Yeah. So uh, really. Yeah. Well, unless we can find some kind of crazy cure for Keith. Well. It's really just Glenn and I that are still... Well, that are still okay, yes. Got our... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and then to quickly pass up to the, the truck situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the brothers who have uh, uh, in- 
incap- incapacitated, that's the word I'm trying to think of, yep. the two Bush Ranger vehicles, front and back of this large truck, which they thought was a fuel truck. Now, they've uh, they managed to knock the couple of people that are sort of stationed up on the, the platforms at either end of the tanker, and then because they've got the roadblock up ahead, the truck pretty much has to come to a halt. Um, where they're then able to kind of run up to the sides and cover each other as they run up to take out the uh, people in the cab. They're able to capture the driver and drag him down onto the ground very roughly. Okay, Like yeah. knock him out with the butt of a, a, a rifle or shotgun um, and drag him away into the in, onto the side of the road, into the bushes there. Um, they clear up the bodies, get them all off the road as well. And then they can hear this... Uh, kind of growling and uh, banging and kind of muted kind of movements all inside the tanker. Someone's having sex with the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's their own private little cell. Um, <laughs> oh, it's that little. It's just a tiny little fucking... Shut the fuck up, you fuck. That sounds like you know that scenario oh, know really that well. Very well. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's your dog, yeah. Once I'm, yeah, once I'm done with the pussy, That's I right. go for the doggy stuff. Rightio. Okay, great. Um, anyway, so they, they decide they really probably should have a look. Um, they climb up to the top where there's a hatch, an access hatch. Open it up. <clears throat> and it turns out it's basically full of, of mutants that are being held in a kind of uh, stasis by uh, nitrogen. Okay. It's like sitting in there low, and it's keeping them in this kind of low state oh, okay, of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. But it's literally packed full. So they're not. Are they? Um, are they uh, shackled or are they? Well, because they're they're, they're subdued. Okay, yeah. But so they're, they're all actually... lying there in oh, well. piles. Yeah, right. Uh, in the tanker, but they're alive. They're they're all alive. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. They're being transported. So it was under the guise of some kind of fuel uh, cargo. Yeah, but it's mutants. Piled up, all different shapes and all, sizes, and... all sorts of fucked up shapes and sizes. Wow. Okay. Um, and just from that look, it's probably forty, okay. forty mutants. Yep. Um, and I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. No worries. That's intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're <laughs> carting them off somewhere. Yeah. To maybe be made into some sort of uh, militarized weapon. Oh, just quickly. Or... Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. I, I just to tie it off properly. They've got the the driver. And they force the driver to radio the main base, Pagapunyal, yep. and ask for air support. Okay, yeah. Because they're being ambushed on the freeway. Okay, yeah. And they're sending a Black Hawk. Okay, that's it. <laughs> excellent, <done>. excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to when the Millennium Falcon makes it. Yeah, that's right, mate. Well, you never know. You never know. You never blow their new. Um, yeah, if you want to email us, you can email us at theflyunderwallpodcast11 at gmail.com. Uh, stay tuned for a future episode that we'll do with Alex Marks from Instagram. Um, you can check her out, Alex Marks 68 I think she's got Bitch Black as well, with the I in bitch is a one. I think that's what, what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, she can explain that more when she comes on the show. Um, you can also follow it. us on Fly on the Wall Podcast on Instagram. That's Fly on the Wall Podcast with an underscore between each of the words. 
lots of uh, humorous, uh, lowbrow uh, pictures <laughs> that you can comment on and like and yes, <laughs> indeed. Um, have a bit of a giggle with it. Um, any final thoughts for tonight's episode? Big well, I was waz. just, I was just thinking. It was probably, it felt it maybe a tiny bit more subdued, maybe due to the subject matter. Yeah, maybe. We're talking about torture, we're talking about true crime. Um, there's some pretty sad events in the post-apocalyptic saga, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad the uh, the rebels have shown up, though. That's great. Yeah, the resistance. The resistance. Sorry, the resistance, <laughs> not the rebels. Yeah, the resistance have shown up. <laughs> that's a real. That's an upsurge. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking it was probably a little bit calmer and uh, that's okay. Subdued, but that's, that's okay. good. But that's I, like okay. I said, I went to a. Uh, well, let me tell you about that a little bit. All right. Went to a. Uh, so so I have three daughters, as you know, Warren. Yes, mate. Um, and all of them, as it's turned out, are bloody superstars because the eldest was in. A production this yeah. year. She was the lead role. And she was amazing in uh, Rock of Ages. Yep. Um, the middle one, uh, middle daughter, she was in um, one just recently, a Shrek um, stage performance, and Excellent. did some amazing dance sequences. Awesome. And then the little one tonight was in her first production. She's in her first uh, year of primary school. Yep. And uh, yeah, she was a dancer in um, uh, a story, an Aboriginal story, but then, well, it's a story of Australia, basically, starting with the Aboriginals. Okay. And yeah, she was she was in her little posse of people that she was dancing with. What was really nice to see, because I thought she might be a bit bashful the first time on stage, yeah. but she wasn't. She knew the routine back to front, and the other kids were looking at her to see what sort of to do. The way, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I was really impressed. And her, and her ri- natural rhythm she's got going on. and Yeah, so it was really impressive. But the whole show went for about three hours. Yeah, so that was... Uh, and she was only in it for, you know, ten minutes sort of thing. <laughs> and that was the most amazing part. But yeah, the rest was a bit of a drag, I've got to say. So that's why I needed the Red Bull to get me, you know, hyped <laughs> up to do the... Because I didn't want to go on the podcast and be like, yeah, hey... <sighs> Hey, just tired. Uh, you're just, just, just pretty tired, yeah. <laughs> just Let's just make it a 10-minute episode tonight <laughs> yeah. and I'll go to bed. Plus, yeah, I didn't sleep very well last night. So, didn't uh, you, mate? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was being fisted all night. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Right. <laughs> good, good. Nah, okay. nah, just, I don't know. Re- lots going on, but restless night, yeah. Um, but nah, other than that, yeah, good episode, Warren. Good on you. Good on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like we've come out of the podcast kind of realm. And into just like a personal yeah, chat. Just, well, maybe we can just keep it rolling while we just have a personal <laughs> chat. So, how are the herpes? Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, lovely family. Um, we caught up last week. The herpes? Yeah, the herpes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually had uh, lunch with the gangles. <laughs> so, you're with the herpes, I'm with the gangles. There we go. Yeah, nice. They'd all get along. How'd you go? I hope you didn't kiss them goodbye. No, I definitely no, didn't good. kiss them goodbye. Good. I had to catch them, though. Yeah, I get yeah, it. You yeah. know what they're like. Well, they're everywhere, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're everywhere. So <laughs> I had they're to quite catch rampant. Them. I had to catch them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, messy lot they are. Yeah. They're all right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's us. My, my name's Luke and... My name's Was. And, uh, Thanks yeah, for joining we us. are the Flying Wall Podcast. Um, that's it, guys. So episode 26. Join us next week for episode 27. Wow. It just keeps going, this shit, I think. It, it um, does. It <laughs> This shit. Be good to yourselves. Be good to your mothers if you've got one. If you don't, uh, maybe find a surrogate one and breastfeed from her. (laughs) Bye!